0: This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit Scoreline.ie The
1: Kilkenny Senior and Minor Hurling County Finals live on KCLR
2: with thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies. Just coming up to 5-3 to Sunday afternoon here on KCLR 96FM. The first match, Bennett's Bridge... Uh, Bennett's Bridge, one goal and 14. Thomastown, 13 points. Uh, Bennett's Bridge, the new champions there. We, of course, welcome all your comments and opinions on any of the matches that we're broadcasting live on Casey Law today. You can text 083 306 9696. It's time now to hand back to your commentary team of Oshin Langan, Adrian Ronan, and Pat Tracy at Nolan Park for the St. Canis's Credit Union County final replay. It's Ballyhill Shamrocks versus James Stevens. Oshin. <laughs> Welcome back to Nolan Park. We've just had the national anthem. Ballyhale Shamrocks wearing all green today. James Stevens in their traditional jerseys. I'll just run you through the teams because in goal for Bally Hale Shamrocks it's a Richard Reed, Paul Shefflin, Aidan Cummins, and Jeff Fenley are across the back line. It's Joey Holden, Eamon Walsh, and Bob Aylward in the half back line. James Chat and Michael Fenley are in midfield. Colin Fenley, Henry Shefflin TJ Reed are the half forwards. David Hyne, Owen Reid and Connor Walsh are in the full forward line. We'll get to James Stevens in just a moment. The game already on a referee has thrown it in, and there's a big ruckus the players in the middle heavy downpour as we speak it's just like last week Joseph Holden has a swing at that but it comes back towards him caught by the defender for Ballyhale-Shamrock he aims it up towards number 14 Own Reid trying to turn away from his man Philly Larkin Reid dropping it inside towards the 20 metre line where it's caught by Henry Shefflin Shefflin passes it back outside for a shot between the 45 and the 13 and possibly the opening score of the game it's gone over it's an excellent score as well I think it came off the stick of David Hoyne it's Ballyhale-Shamrock's one point James Stevens no score 44 seconds uh, gone in this game, Adrian Ronan.
1: Big move at this stage as Henry's gone to full forward, and uh, uh, Colin Fenley gone wing forward. Owen Reid the village backs were following their men but that's his big huge tactical move out of, village, out of Shamrocks putting Henry full forward and he drifted off his man his man found him and that's a great score for the Shamrocks
2: now ball into midfield breaking ball being chased after by Ballyhale Shamrocks but it's won here by David McCormick David McCormick tries to slip it down into the forward line to Dave Walton who scored the goal for James Stevens last week it's now picked up by the uh, man who has it on the stick and that's David McCormick McCormick in towards the town end but he loses it in possession he's surrounded by green jersey and Bally Hale Shamrock's just doing enough to distract the James Stevens forwards and get it away but no only as far as David Walton now with 15 on he's back in the white helmet Walton slips it back inside he was aiming at the full forward but he couldn't get to it now it's back outside to Walton Walton tries to cut back inside free awarded to James Stevens, and surely the first score of the game coming from them fantastic work by Dave Walton who seemed to be at the centre of everything there he received it he gave it back he received it again he gave it back he received it and then ran in and won the free
1: yeah, last week the uh, village did this as well. They carried the ball at the Shamrock's backs and took him on. It's obviously a, a tactic that the management of the village team have decided. They're carrying the ball, running at the village. Ta- the village. But again, the big move here is Henry at full forward. If the boys can get the ball into Henry, I mean, it's after putting uh, the village on the back foot. They've left Jackie centre-back on, on TJ Reid. So it's a big move for the village uh, to see Can, can Young-Kyo, uh, who had a super game last week uh, on... Um, on uh, Conan Fenley but now that, with Henry at full forward, they obviously didn't get enough of Henry last week
2: it's Larkin who's standing over it on the 20 metre line slightly to the left and Owen Larkin has got his first score of the county final replay it's one point apiece after two and a half minutes live on KCLR 96 FM this game brought to you by John Brennan Machinery Supplies Kilkenny let's go to Pat Tracy on the sideline Pat, heavy rain falling on the pitch
3: came down just before the, the game started and uh, the word is that it's raining heavy in mullen and Ballyhale, so that doesn't look good. Now, ball
2: slipped inside to Owen Reid. Owen Reid picks it up inside the D, tries to slip it forward on the hand pass, aiming at Henry Shefflin. It's Joe who gets in the way for James Stevens, but another man of his own team got in his way. And now it's TJ Reid on the 20-metre line. TJ Reid shoots it over the bar and it is now two points to one in favour of Ballyhale. TJ Reid just inside the 20-metre line in front of goal. A lot of bodies in front of him. Maybe he might have gone for the gold chance. He elected to go for the point. Three minutes and ten seconds gone. Ballyhale Shamrocks two points. James Stevens one point in the St Canis's Credit Union County Senior Hurling Final Replay, and
1: it's very very exciting. He's con- uh, T.J. considered it. Uh, Owen Reid or uh, Owen Reed's staff are getting off to a great start. Two balls he's have to make and vital contributions to two balls he's won. Bob
2: Edwards swung out of it in the air but it was intercepted by Jackie Terrell who calmly picks it up and just lobs it in towards the 20 metre line but again it's the Ballyhill uh, backs who are there to crowd around the James Stevens men and get it away they haven't cleared it properly though and it's inside the 45 it's picked up by McCormick McCormick slips it down the left wing it's given inside there to Owen McCormick who has a shot which has gone wide and just as the play is temporarily stopped I'll tell you the James Stevens team it's Derek Brennan in goal Tomaskio, Philip Larkin and John Comerford in the halfbacks Damon Sheehy, Jackie Terrell, and Donica Cody are the halfbacks. Niall McQuillan and Niall Tyrrell are in midfield. It's David McCormick wearing number 10. Ray Cody has been named to play centre forward with 22 on his back. Matthew Ruth is left half forward. Then in the full forward line, Jack McGrath isn't starting. Number 21, Owen McCormick is. Owen Larkin starts at full forward. David Walton in at 15. We have given you the team. We've given you where they've been named to start, but we don't think they've actually started there. In fact, we know they haven't. It's David McCormick who has it for James Stevens. He slips it out to the right-hand side now it's put back inside to own larkin larkin ball on stick running over the 20 meter line over the 13 slips the hand pass inside it's hopped off the ground and guided over the bar or is it gone wide they're a little bit slow in raising the white flags they still haven't made a commitment to that decision there's an argument going on inside the square and i'm not sure myself whether or not it went over my first instinct is that it was after going over the bar but the umpire on the left says it hasn't the score will not stand Five minutes gone in the county final. Ballyhale Shamrocks two points. James Stevens one
1: point. That is a big, big call, Adrian. The two umpires must be checking the race meeting results or something because they were asleep for that one, whatever happened. And uh, again, Owen Arkham made great inroads. David McCormick's after getting off to a great start. He had a great game last week here, and he's after getting off to a great start again.
2: TJ Reid with the hand pass to Michael Fenley. Fenley rides the tackle I beg your pardon Bob Aylward who's also wearing the white helmet today Aylward turns, pivots hits it out the left hand side it's under the stick there it is gathered by a ballyhale forward he's trying to get it up off the ground can't quite do so that ballyhale forward is Connor Walsh he's a little bit of help now from Owen Reid it's in the D it's picked up by Henry Shefflin Shefflin in close confines he's being swung out of brings it back towards the 45 somehow manages to guide it to Colin Fenley. Fennelly is fouled free and two ballyhale shamrocks inside the 45 Or is it just outside? It's just outside. Either way, it's from a very scorable position when your name happens to be Henry Shefflin. This one is slightly to the right. He's aiming at the country end. The rain is bucketing down. Pat Tracy, I put it to you that it's even worse than when it first started the rain. We'll come back to you in just a second, actually. We'll talk you to Henry Shefflin. surely scoring this free for Hale Shamrocks with his team leading by two points to one after six minutes. He's standing on the 45. He snuck a few yards forward. He swings at that one, puts it over the bar. Shefflin with the score. He's first of the game. He's first from a free. Ballyhea Shamrocks three points. James Stevens one point. Six minutes and 20 seconds game gone in this game. Live on Casey Law, 96FM. Let's go to Pat Tracy who is being rained on on the sideline Pat
3: yeah it's gone a little bit heavier the last 5 minutes but it's coming straight down there's no breeze and uh, shouldn't affect the hurling too much now ball
2: down the park Aylward is under this one but it comes to the James Stevens forward Owen Larkin Larkin racing away from the green jerseys Larkin is fouled surely by Paul Shefflin he's won the free in between the 45 and the 20 metre line middle of the park it's a gimme free for a guy like Larkin and the name is going into the book there of Paul Shefflin and he's got the yellow
1: card Last week, uh, their refereeing decisions didn't go uh, as cleanly as that. Already, uh, Jackie Tyrrell has after been blown from a free that Jackie uh, would normally get away with in some games. So it's interesting that Mayhem and Mansfield, the referee, has given two decisions against both Chamarocks and both the village that would have, wouldn't have would have been considered freeze last weekend. Larkin bending,
2: lifting, striking just outside the D into the town end. He's knocked it over. It's his second of the game, and it's James Stevens. Two points, Ballyhale Shamrocks, three points, seven minutes and 30 seconds gone in this game. When James Stevens won their county semi-final against St. Martins, Michael Walsh was on commentary duty with me here in Nolan Park, and he said James Stevens will not fear Ballyhale Shamrocks, and they're one of the only teams in the county at the moment who wouldn't fear Ballyhale Shamrocks. That looks to be the case at the moment, no fear being shown by the village.
1: That's true, that's very true, to prove that last weekend. TJ Reid with a cross field ball he was aiming there at Owen Reid
2: Reid has gathered he's got his back to goal outside the D puts it on stick lovely bit of skill yeah. and into the O'Loughlin Gales end Owen Reid with his first of the game four points to two Bally Hale Shamrock's lead eight minutes gone in the game live on Casey Lauren, 96FM the county final replay brought to you by John Brendan machinery supplies Kilkenny uh, the text number by the way if you want to have your say is 083 306 9696 Carlo Junior Football Championship uh, latest score by the way Mount Leinster Rangers 1-5 St. Andrews 3 points 25 minutes gone in that game down towards the 45 of Ballyhale Shamrocks, but they have managed to win possession and it's smacked up, it's aimed for the run of Connor Walsh but Walsh doesn't get there Philly Larkin does, showing all these experience from his own 45, clears it down the park but it was almost caught by the hand of Ger Fenley, couldn't quite get there in the end, it is now with Owen Larkin who's out on the sideline, Larkin goes back in field with his pass, he's passed his aim at Niall Tyrrell Niall Tyrrell with a shot from a long way out and Niall Tyrrell with a marvellous score for James Stevens from the right hand side outside of the 45, we know he can get those scores we know they could be important and we know the score now is Ballyhale Sharmok's four points James Stevens three points just shy of nine minutes gone in the St. Kansas Credit Union County Senior Hurling Final Replay in Nolan Park live on KCLR 96FM the place is absolutely packed ball down the park bouncing into the hand of Philly Larkin who's between the 45 and the 65 loose ball from Larkin pounced on by Owen Reid Reed scoops it forward now he'll try and pick it up one handed in heavy conditions that's a difficult skill Reed spots a man in the middle that man in the middle was Colin Fenley who breaks the tackle Fenley is over the 20 metre line slaloms him side, tries to get it to the stick of his fellow forward it's Michael Fenley who's in support the midfielder the ball is won by James Stevens. a chop down on the player making his way out and the free out has gone to James Stevens, and that was a waste of possession I put it to you, Adrian. Yeah, Rody.
1: again, the, uh, James Stevens tried to walk in with the game, but Owen Reed is after coming into the game from the very beginning and started very well. But uh, again, as you rightly said from the outset, uh, the, the village don't fear. The village have now made a move and reacted to the, to the dominance of Owen Reed and they've moved on it. Kokodi back, corner, back, and Philly Larkin back out to the right half-back. Great move out of the village again after 20, 15 minutes, 9 minutes even.
2: Derek Brennan, who does have a monster puck out, takes that free. It's dropped around the 45. It's picked up by Owen Larkin, racing towards the 20-meter line. Larkin on the run. His first His first score from play of the game and with just over 10 minutes gone in the county final replay it's Ballyhale Shamrock's four points it's James Stevens four points it's live on KCLR 96 FM it's Ballyhale going for their 14th county title it's James Stevens going for their 7th and it's Pat Tracy on the sideline Pat
3: Yes, well, one thing very obvious is that uh, Owen Larkin, every chance he gets, he's taken on the the, uh, Shamrock's defence and uh, Shamrock's on the attack.
2: Hurler of the year, Michael Fenley on it now, making his way towards the 20-metre line, blocked off by Philly Larkin, tries to slip it back to TJ Reid, who somehow manages to keep that ball in hand. TJ Reid has got his back to goal, bouncing ball, aimed at David Hoyne, intercepted, though, by Joe. It's lost, though, and now it's come to David Hoyne again. David Hoyne slips it outside to Henry Shefflin, who has a shot from outside the 45. It's going to drop inside the square, bounces to the keepers left and wide 4 points apiece 11 minutes down game. and Jackie off
1: the ball <laughs> a
2: bit of a grasping match between the two of them now and now everyone seems to want to get involved and this was always going to happen in a game like this wasn't it one moment like that it would all spark off they'd let out the steam and maybe this will be that and hopefully it is because no one wants to see this kind of thing happening throughout the game.
1: Interesting, what will happen it's, it's actually Henry and Jackie got involved straight away off the ball and now the referee has turned on Colin Finley who had nothing to do with it whatsoever. He was standing there and get, he's after getting, now is going to get the, ter, get the yellow card. The big move again that we, we consider the move that Tony Cody going back to the village made a great move. I think now the Shamrocks have to make a move, big move with it with Owen Larkin. Eamon Welch is under pressure big time with Owen Larkin. Owen Larkin is dominating the first team 10-15 minutes and now the, and the Shamrocks need to make a big consider a big move at centre back it's still going
2: on between Henry Shefflin, but not with Jackie Tyrrell it's going on with him and Tomas too a little bit of pushing ball down towards the uh, 45 of Hale Shamrocks so it's Shefflin who's come out to try and collect that one he's done very well to hold up the James Stevens attack a big ruckus of player, players forms just inside the 65 it's yeah. kicked down the pack by Chaplitz Patrick James Chaplitz Patrick receiving a frontal charge with the shoulder and he's won the free between the 65s literally half a metre on off the uh, Walsh stand side. It's TJ Reid who'll take it and a player coming over to try and stop him from taking it quickly.
1: Adrian, you're pointing something out there. No, I'm just saying again, that's Jackie. Last week he got away with these shoulders. The referee now is going to constant talk to Jackie and he's telling them like it's, <laughs> these shoulder, cho- shoulder charges are not going to work. So he's have to blow them harshly possibly the way Jackie normally tackles. To be fair to the village, last week as well, they're tackling and they're hunting and the hunting packs has been brilliant. They really do harass the, the Shamrocks forwards and they're not liking it. Henry Sheffield bending, lifting,
2: striking. That one goes low. I don't think he meant that. Connor Walsh almost getting to the end of it. Michael Fenley is chasing a loose ball, but he's let it off to David Hoyne. He's got his back to goal. Hoyne pivots and shoots, and that's a magnificent score from David Hoyne. His second of the game, both from play. Ballyhale-Shamrock's five points. James Stevens, four points. That score from just outside the 20-meter line. He had his back to goal. He pivoted and shot. And it was a magnificent finish. 083 306 9696 is a text line number if you want to have your say on the county final replay live on Casey Law 96 FM. With thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies Kilkenny. We'll go to Pat Tracy in just a moment, but first the thoughts of Adrian Ronan.
1: Yeah, great start for both teams. You know, 5-4. Uh, people would again have thought maybe Shamrocks on, on today might have uh, uh, taken this game f- uh, from the village, but the village have finished, have started the way they finished last week, and they're in the village in the Shamrocks faces, and particularly. When 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 the ball's done on the field. The village backs are uh, letting the uh, uh, Shamrocks forwards know they're around off the ball. So it's an interesting battle and we have an interesting game ahead of us.
2: A little bit of getting to know you. It has to happen in all games, doesn't it? Does does this game take a different kind of... um angle though take a different kind of um, style because it's a replay the, 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 the two teams knew each other already even yeah, well,
1: before last week in Kilkenny Horland and, and someone mentioned there last week there's a great respect between all teams I mean I mean Niall Wigley mentioned it doesn't in other counties sometimes things get out of hand Kilkenny Horland it doesn't get out of hand it's there's a huge health respect between all the county players and between both teams and these two teams have proven to be the best two teams in Kilkenny Club Horland over the last 20 years
2: Ray Cody dropped a line ball in there but it was missed by all the forwards and it's dropped out to the goalkeepers left and right Wide the goalkeeper's Richard Reid, and now we will have a long ball out. and Adrian, another, there's another, more another jostling. Another move,
1: McFenley's gone centre forward, and Jackie, the two boys are really getting to know each other now. Jackie and McFenley, McFenley's gone centre forward, and Jackie did it again. Keep an eye on the two boys.
2: Long ball down towards the 45, it's picked up off the ground by Colin Fenley. Fantastic job, left there from Fenley, who turns and runs at the James Stevens defence. He tries to find Michael Fenley, and now it's guided back into the path of Fenley, who can't get it up off the ground. Fantastic defending from Timoscio. It was Shefflin who knocked it into the path of Fenley, but Fenley just couldn't get it up off the ground and that says a lot about the conditions more so than Fenley. Eamon Walsh slips it down towards the 45, intercepted by uh, James Stevens at the back. Cleared down the park, up over the Ballyhill Shamrocks 45. It's now caught by a James Stevens player who has a shot on the run, looking for the score, and I think he may yeah, well have sure. got the score. It's Niall Tyrrell with another score, and it's five points apiece with 15 minutes gone in the county final replay. Adrian Ronan.
1: Big miss out of Jackie. Keep an eye on Mick Fenley and Jackie. Look, they're still getting to know each other. They haven't met each other in a while, look. Oh. The referee or linesman will have to get involved. Whoa! Oh. Little strike into the yeah. midriff there for Michael Fenley, the keeper, or I beg your pardon. Big miss out on Michael Fenley. we have to say, we didn't cover that maybe.
2: Yeah, the referee was no, standing point.
1: with his back to it, and now it's TJ Reid who's approaching the 20-meter line. Ball on six. TJ Reid going over to 13, has Great a save. shot.
2: Great save by Brendan. Twice. It rebounds back into the path of the Ballyhale forwards, but they're crowded out by the defenders. It's Tomás Joe who has it in hand. He slips. Ballyhale try and turn it over. Can't quite do so, and a big ruckus of players. The ball has disappeared from our side. Fenley is in there, as is Reid neither of them can get it, slips out towards a midfield where it's picked up, well she attempting to pick it up, couldn't keep a hold of it, TJ Reed is back in there, Reed with the hand pass, gives it out to Conor Walsh Conor Walsh shoots and Conor Walsh has knocked it over, great score from Conor Walsh from the left hand side, just outside the 20 metre line, it's 6 points to 5 in favour of Ballyhale Shamrocks James Stevens couldn't quite keep them out. Ballyhill Shamrocks refusing to give up
1: on that attack, and after 16 minutes, they lead by one Adrian Ronan. Super double save, Oshii, out of Derek Brennan. Both saves were super saves. And uh, it's obvious now at this stage that Shamrocks have reacted to, to Jackie dictating games for James Stevenson and to put the best hurler in Ireland this year in Michael Finley, And the two boys are getting to know each other very well at this early stage. Pat Tracy,
2: there's so much going on in this game, on and off the ball. It's uh, quite a spectacle. Yeah,
3: you'd say they're nearly all Siamese twins out here in front of me. Every player taking a step with his opposite number, but the one thing that's impressive from uh, James Stevens point of view is that they're not afraid to go out and hurl and attack the ball as well. They're not just watching their men. And uh, if you look at maybe the stats so far, it's the uh, Shamrock or the James Stevens half-forward line that's doing the most of the damage uh, on, on the Shamrocks at the moment.
2: Pat, did you expect it to unfold like this, especially you know given that it's a replay?
3: Uh, well, I, I would expect it to be an I expect James uh, Stevens to hang in there like this. I thought there might be more bounce in the Shamrocks today, but
2: James uh, Stevens have very much kept the bounce out of them so far. Well there isn't much bounce on the pitch but that's not uh, any fault of either team or certainly the ground staff here in Nolan Park who quite frankly have worked miracles to keep the pitch in the good state it is. Now it is Colin Fenley in midfield. Fenley aims the ball up high towards Henry Sheffield and bounces into Shefflin's path, but he is surrounded by James Stevens defenders and now Billy Larkin goes in to try and get it up off the ground and the players are having great trouble in doing that because even Billy Larkin can't do it. It goes out over the line. It's a 65 and the heavy weather conditions making it impossible for players to get the fast jab lift, especially when they go for it one handed.
1: Yeah, well, in fairness, both forwards and sets of forwards are good sets of forwards, and we had a low scoring game last week. Now, at I say early stage, we have more scores to got than last week, but certainly a wet, heavy ball doesn't suit any set of forwards in, in any game of hurling, be it under 10 or under 12, whatever age group it is. But both sets of forwards, and Pat Tracy rightly said, the village have, copped, have uh, kept the bounce out of James uh, Stevens, but their tackling and harassing ability was super last week as well. They keep in their faces, they In the Shamrock's faces, and they're not liking it. And uh, this is this early stage. TJ Reid, I see now, has gone back uh, right in the middle of the field here as well. Oh, he's gone middle of the field, and your man, Young Sheehy, is following them. He did a great job in the semi final against Moka Lee.
2: Now it's Henry Shefflin, about 15 metres off the Walsh stand side, t- taking the 65. Henry Shefflin, as you would expect, knocks that one over. It's his second of the game. And with 18 and a half minutes gone in the St. Canis' Credit Union senior hurling final replay, it's Ballyhale Shamrock 7 points, James Stevens 5 points. You can have your say on text 083-306-9696. It's KCLR 96FM bringing you this game in partnership with John Brennan Machinery Supplies Kilkenny. Long ball launched down the park. James Stevens trying to get back into this one with the score. They're not out of it by any matter of means, but it's been Ballyhale Hale on top in the last few minutes. Joey Holden now guides the ball down into the path of Owen Reid. Owen Reed tries to get away from his man. He can't do so despite having a lot of speed in his locker. He couldn't bring out that speed there. It's turned over by Dunica Cody. Dunica Cody plays it across to the right hand side. Michael Fenley is down on his haunches as we speak. We'll come back to play in just a moment or come back to that in just a moment. Joey Holden finds Owen Reed with a fantastic long, long ball. He's inside the 45. 45- he turns and shoots and knocks it over. Owen Reid with the second of the game, just shy of 20 minutes gone. Bally Hale, Shamrocks, 8 points. James Stevens, 5 points. He's not getting the crowd noise he deserves for that particular strike, Owen Reid, and I imagine that's because people were looking down at Michael Fenley, wondering if he will continue. It looks like he will, but he has taken a knock.
1: He has, and I think he's have to remind the referee that it was more than a knock. Owen Reid is starting off brilliantly, and see James McGarry coming over here. Owen Reid is if getting enough ball into him. He's on his game, most certainly, and the Shamrocks now maybe at this stage are starting to start to pull away a little.
2: Now it's into midfield, and it's Michael Fenley who takes the hopping ball off the ground. Michael Fenley with the ball on stick with Jackie Tyrrell in chase, and Jackie Tyrrell is waving the hurl around Michael Fenley's neck like a magic wand and the decision has gone Ballyhale Shamrock's way it will be a free-in to Ballyhale Shamrock's which Henry Shefflin will come up and take it quite frankly when you give away frees anywhere uh, on the field of play and Henry is involved particularly if it's, if it's inside your own 65 he's going
1: to score Interesting duel going on here if you ever any young man watching was at the game here watching man Market, your man young man is follying TJ Reid everywhere he did the same today against Mooker he did the same last weekend on Michael Fenley he just followed. he never never looked at the ball, always always on the ball, to be fair to the chap, but he's—if again, if anyone's ever watching the game, how to man-mark it, just keep an eye on number five for Evan Sheehy he's doing it brilliantly all through
2: Henry Shefflin bending, lifting, striking just outside right. on the right, and Henry Shefflin has not swung that one back in, it's gone wide, there was one last week which looked like it was going wide, it swung back in, I thought that might be the case on this particular occasion, and from about five metres off the wall stand side, Henry Shefflin has struck a free wide, people are looking with silent disbelief, 21 minutes gone in the first half of the county final replay, live on Casey 96 FM. It's Bally Hale, Shamrocks, 8 points, James Stevens, 5 points. Pat Tracy, you're on the sideline. What's it like on the actual pitch itself?
3: Yeah, well, it's, uh, it looks, since I said that uh, the Bally Shamrocks half back line was in a bit of bother, they've cleared their lines uh, for the last 5 minutes and have been continuing to do so. And that's where Shamrocks are getting on top and uh, they're starting to get a few scores.
2: Good for Patrice. He hasn't gone with the Steve McLaren Broly. He's braving those weather conditions down in the sideline, and it is chucking it down in Nolan Park. Now, play has stopped just inside the Ballyhale Shamrocks 45. Lots of players standing around. The umpire has disappeared amongst those players, but it will be a line ball to Ballyhale Shamrocks inside the 45, Adrian Rowland.
1: Pat Tracy rightly said, Joey, holding it after coming into the game big time. He's after catching the two last puckouts, and that's why maybe the Shamrocks are getting the ball down the field. Again, Michael Fenley and Jackie are not happy just to be just good friends. They're really getting up in each other's face, and the referee is after catching them. it was interesting who he decides to to pick on in this case but it's been a huge move out of the Shamrocks because Jackie to be fair to him has dictated all the village games and to be fair to James McGarry and the Shamrock selectors at this early stage putting Henry full forward and Michael Fenny a centre forward has worked at this early stage even though Eamon Welsh has started off in trouble with all Larkin. 8 points there I missed it. <laughs>
2: I didn't quite see because I was actually just glancing over to the right hand side but we will have come back and it's 8 points to 5 in favour of Ballyhale Shamrocks. James Stevens have it on the left hand side inside their own 65 and they have won the free and a bit of niggle breaking out afterwards it stop start at the moment do you think that will suit James Stevens? because Ballyhale Shamrocks had got on top James Stevens weren't getting much ball,
1: it's stop yeah. start now, it might suit the village. Yeah, no, certainly the weather doesn't suit any team, but it if anything is it's the Hurland team that you know, that player that a uh, team that has nicer set of forwards, possibly it doesn't suit. Look, there's certainly a lot of tactical battles going on. Little bit different from last week. There's a lot of bit of uh, uh, talk going on between both teams. Jackie's in the thick of it, and uh, as a true leader, it is for the village. He's trying to lead his team, but you know, in whatever way he can uh, when he's surrounded by, you know, Michael Fenley, Henry and great names. Jackie's trying to low back here, possibly in the backs for the village. Well,
2: as we say, the village will have absolutely no fear of Ballyhill Shamrocks as a ball is launched high into the Ballyhill Shamrocks backline, and they've come out of defence with it through Joseph Holden. Joseph Holden going out to the left hand side, but he appears to have lost it. It's a stroke inside. It's lost. It's intercepted. It might be a shot at goal. They're trying to pass it around amongst each other. The foul is committed on Owen McCormick, and it's a
1: free into James Stevens. Yeah, now, as we mentioned at the beginning, uh, uh, Oshie, the village forwards, each time they get the ball, they're taking on their men. Possibly some people might say they're taking an extra bit out of the ball, but on both occasions, or the three occasions at this early stage, and the same the last day, each time the McCormick's... T- um, Matthew Root have taken on their man and taken on the, the, the Shamrock's backs that's obviously a serious tactic that Niall Rigney and the boys have decided to do
2: now Owen Larkin is standing over the free on the 20 metre line slightly to the left of goals James Stevens playing into the uh, town end in the first half, we'll come back to what's happening off the ball in just a moment. But Larkin is bending, lifting, striking and striking over the bar. And it is a third point of the game from freeze for Owen Larkin. It's his fourth overall. There's 24 minutes gone in the first half. It's Ballyhale, Shamrock's eight points. James Stevens six points. Adrian
1: Henry's back out wing forward and Dunica Cody now has followed him. And Reed has gone into full forward and Colin Fenley's gone corner forward. Switch rest. Whoa, Jackie.
2: And now Henry Shefflin is looking to pick up a loose one. Jackie Tyrrell is in to try and get it up off the ground. Michael Fenley muscles him off the ball and he has lost it again Fenley is back onto it but then loses again and now David Hoyne is onto it inside the 65 Hoyne with the stick pass to Eamon Walsh Walsh is trying to dance away from the James Stevens cover he hits it down the park it's intercepted by Dunica Cody Dunica Cody standing on his own 45 Donika Cody plays it down where there's only one James Stevens forward inside he's doing very well though it has to be said and that's David McCormick McCormick now will get another chance at this one he's danced outside the 45 tries to play it low down the park he's aiming it for the run of Owen McCormick but getting in the way is James Chap. Chaffer- Fitzpatrick and James Char just first time down the park, down the right hand side. Colin Fenley is under it, but he is muscled off it by Niall McQuillan. There is a lot of muscling in this game, a lot of it played in close confines. It slipped out over the line. It's a line ball to Ballyhale Shamrocks just inside the 45, right in front of where you are, Pat Tracy.
3: Uh, that's right, yeah, and Niall McCollum trying to hand-pass the ball out, went over the line, but uh, one thing I, I would think that, uh, you know, Jackie and uh, Michael Fenley, both have yellow cards, I think uh, Jackie will have to concentrate a little bit more on hurling or otherwise uh, it could be serious.
2: Well there's five minutes to go to the break and there's two points between the teams it's Ballyhale Shamrocks who lead by eight points to six so far TJ Reid with the sideline cut it will drop in around the 13 metre line and it's caught by Philly Larkin who clears down the park with a little bit of interest but then it bounces into the hand of Eamon Walsh Eamon Walsh guiding it into the path of Owen Reid Owen Reid turning and twisting around the 45 Owen Reid with a shot from an angle he's half hooked and it rolls out over the line and wide four minutes to go to
1: the break Ballyhale Shamrocks continue to lead by two in the county final replay Uh, Adrian Ronan Owen Larkin was back on his own 45, 35 yards out the work rate that Larkin uh, has demonstrated over the last couple of years but particularly this year to be fair to Owen Larkin I know we keep picking out the county players but his work rate is unreal to come back that far hook Owen Reid who's on fire and give out, give a, a, a wide ball so tremendous work rate out of uh, again Owen Larkin
2: I guess they're county players for a reason and that's why we keep picking them out yeah. long ball played out of defence from Derek Brennan that's the puck out it's going to drop in around the Ballyhale Shamrocks 45 Ballyhale on top at the back at the moment they just managed to squirm it up to the 65 it's a pull along the ground it's aimed in towards the forwards but Young Walsh couldn't get there and now it is number 7 Zonica Cody who's trying to get it away for Bally, or for James Stevens. it comes into the path of Jackie Tyrrell, having been partially blocked but Jackie Tyrrell can't get it cleanly down the park and TJ Reid is in to try and turn it over and another frontal charge in the middle that will be a free into Ballyhale Shamrocks literally from the middle of the park and a wild challenge coming in from a James Stevens man and the referee is trying his best to keep it under control but it's quite difficult three minutes to go to the break it's Valley Hales Shamrock's eight points James Stevens six points the conditions aren't helping it is still raining cats and dogs
1: yeah that wasn't too malicious I don't know it looked bad but I don't think he intentionally went to to do but to be fair again it looks as if now that Jackie is uh, TJ Reid has gone back in he obviously sent Michael Fenley in to soften up Jackie and uh, Michael Fenley's now gone back out to the middle of the field and TJ has gone centre forward so again uh, tactical teams game played by both teams um, TJ now looks as if he's taking this free again I suppose from Shamrock's point of view you'd be a little bit worried about uh, Cha's contribution at this early stage he had a great second half the last day and uh, uh, Shamrock's that they would like a bigger contribution from Cha.
2: TJ Reid from the middle of the park between the 65, striking towards the country end. TJ Reid gives that one plenty, but has he given it plenty? Accuracy! It drops into the hand of the goalkeeper who caught it under his bar. He runs out to the left-hand side, tries to strike it down the park. Comes off a Ballyhale Shamrocks stick, I think. It's gone over the park line for a line ball, and uh, Henry Shefflin is coming over to take this one, and the decision has gone the way of Ballyhale Shamrocks on the 20-meter line. Shefflin was going to take it, but he leaves it off for TJ Reid. TJ Reid leaving the ball on the ground. And I'll come back to you in just a second, Adrian. We let TJ Reid take this line ball with his team leading by two. He slips it into the middle to a man waiting in the D. It's a hand pass back out to TJ Reid. Will he be able to get the shot away? He can. It's going towards goal. It's going high. It's going over. TJ Reid with another score. His second of the game. Nine points to six from just outside on the right-hand side inside the 45 closer to the 20 metre line than the 45, Ballyhays Shamrocks 9 points James Stevens 6 points, 1 minute 20 seconds left of the first half Adrian Rowland.
1: Yeah, again we're after mention Owen Reid Owen Reid is after having a great opening 20, uh, 25 minutes again James Stevens are coming back down to field to try and win the ball Owen Larkin and the half forward are coming down and leaving the Shamrocks half back lane free on their own so they're coming maybe down too deep at this stage.
2: I see the Bennett's Bridge mentors taking their places in the stand, what a day it's been for them they won the minor final replay earlier on just in case you weren't with us, it was 14 14 to 13 points after extra time 2 minutes of additional time at the end of the half as Henry Shepton makes his way through the middle of the park where he's tugged back by David McCormick and he's won the free and it's all going Ballyhale, Shamrock's way. And you might say, yeah, they're winning a lot of frees, but you have to earn those
1: frees, don't you? Yeah, no, they're, they're certainly battling up. Look at Cha, watch Cha where he's playing. He's sitting with his half-back line. The former, they've built a wall now around, the, Around, the, they, they've reacted to, to Owen Larkin's dominance. Owen Larkin now has not gone out of the field. He's he's coming down too deep. They're, Cha's right beside him in Welsh every time. And Michael Finney, as he said, has gone back out to middle of the field. He's, he went in and softened up Jackie for TJ, and TJ's getting the benefits of it now.
2: Henry Shefflin standing just shy of the James Stevens 65 standing over a free middle of the park the breeze is pretty much non-existent the rain is falling down straight Henry Shefflin strikes it towards the black and amber seating and he struck it wide his second miss of the game that was a long range effort in tough conditions though
1: he's human so that's a proven that he's human It is tough conditions in the free taking today is not easy
2: we well, expect so much out of Henry Shefflin and he does deliver and he is delivering the two he's missed were from tough positions just to let you know of other scores at the moment Galway Senior Football Final latest Currafin 8 points Team Stars 1 point Kerry Senior Football Final latest Dr. Crokes 1-2 Mid Kerry no score and Newtown Blues 6 points St. Pat's 1-8 in the Loud Senior Football Final Valley Hills Shamrocks Middle of the Park Dispossessed by James Stevens to their own fault, long ball, aimed in towards David Walton, Walton tries to pluck it out of the air, can't get the turn and twist though, he's on the ground, he's leaning over the ball, trying to pick it up now, his own Larkin, Larkin breaks his way through, Larkin is in on goal, Larkin with the shot, Larkin with the goal,
4: Super what
2: a goal from Owen Larkin from the right hand side, and he's wiped out the ballyhill Shamrocks lead, 46 seconds gone, an injury time at the end of the first half in the county final replay, live on KCLR 96FM, it's ballyhill Shamrocks 9 points, James Stephens won six how did O'Larkin Larkin get
1: through to get that goal now there was at least four players in front of him when he won that ball but as I mentioned about 10 minutes earlier Larkin's work rate Larkin's honesty Larkin's desire it's huge and he demonstrated again and just when Eamon Welsh was possibly coming back into the game Larkin took it and that's as you rightly said Oshie that's why he's a county player
2: Munster Club Intermediate Hurling Championship latest score Ballyduff 113 Corsi Rovers 15 points Ballygunner beaten Drummond Inch in the Munster Club Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinal 215-113 James Stevens, 1 6, Ballyhill, Shamrocks, 9 points. 31 and a half minutes gone of the game. We're in injury time deep into injury time at the end of the first half live on Casey KCLR 96FM we'll go to Pat Tracy very shortly David Walton is receiving some treatment yes. as we speak again do you think
1: that uh, might be something James Stevens are doing just to slow the game down and bring it to half time level it's a massive massive score from James Stevens. they were gone out of the game the last 20-15 minutes and now they're back into the game and they have the belief and here they are again you know what I mean it's a huge huge score One in before half time Ray Cody made a monster catch slipped
2: it back to Jackie Tyrrell who's inside his own 65 he's kicked it down the middle of the park and it's won again now by yeah, Owen McCormick, he's won the free just outside the 45 metre line, middle of the park, and again, you would expect a free taker of Larkin's class to knock this one over, and somehow James Stevens. Will lead at the break if he puts this one over.
1: You'd fancy him to do so. It's amazing looking at the game. You wouldn't think that the village could win at halftime. Uh, in, in you know leading the game, but certainly, certainly now the question before this game, people would have said that uh, Ballyhale are not as good as they were. Is the hunger there? Is it the desire there? If you look closely now at the village players, the gander is up. They're definitely body language is up. They're jumping every time they get a free. I just wonder now at this stage, as Pat Tracy rightly said. Is the hunger there in the in, in the Shamrocks? You know, they're not jumping around like they should be. They haven't reacted like they should be in a replay. And the Villies are certainly now going to go into half time on the up with a pipe up possibility. puts this over.
2: A lot of guys have got a lot of hurling played on the Ballyhale Shamrocks team. We'll come back to that point maybe at half time. Owen Larkin, middle of the pitch, just outside the 45. Bends, lifts, strike, sends it high towards goal. And it's gone over the bar. And it's Owen Larkin who gets yet another score. It's his third dead ball point and it's his uh, fifth score overall or sixth score overall if you include the goal and he's point from play and he's four scores from freeze and dead ball situations it is at half time Hale Shamrocks nine points James Stevens one seven the thoughts of Adrian Ronan to come but first let's go to Pat Tracy who's on the sideline Pat what a half of hurling we've just seen
3: Yes, well, uh, just about five minutes ago I was thinking that maybe uh, James Stevens were uh, just uh, relying too much on on the physical game and uh, if they needed to play a bit more hurling they've started to play a bit more hurling the last five minutes and it's reaped a huge rewards. and how Owen Larkin got that goal is uh, beyond me uh, because he seemed to be well covered but he, as Adrian said, he had the desire and the, the talent and uh, he had uh, the skill and the, the, the courage to go for it and stuck it in the net and you know, really so far and the score. And you say it's Owen Larkin against
2: the two reeds. Pat, what's the body language like of the players as they go off the park? Obviously, you're a lot closer than we are.
3: Well, um, James Stevens are massively hyped up after that, and they're really, uh, you know, they're really on, on on a high. And I'd say they prefer if it wasn't half time.
2: Okay, at half time, it is Ballyhale Shamrocks who lead, or who trail, I beg your pardon, by 1729 points. I got so used to saying that Ballyhale Shamrocks lead throughout the first half, I did it again by accident at half time. But James Stevens, thanks to that goal from Owen Larkin, lead at the break, and the point as well that he scored at the end of the half from the free the attendance by the way is uh, 8,742 which isn't bad considering the conditions Adrian Ronan but uh, what do you think needs to be said by both managers at the break of course Ballyhale have a joint management uh, team but what do you think will be said in either dressing room
1: I think certainly in order to be fair to James Stephens guys a lot of people thought the weather conditions had a lot to do with last weekend certainly people have questions have the Shamrocks the same hunger and are, are they as good as they were the last couple of years that question now has been answered and that question will be put up to the Shamrocks if you if you watch closely the Shamrocks are definitely now have serious questions asked them they were leading at 9-6 uncomfortable their move of putting Michael Fenley at centre forward reap benefits for Ballyhale. they then have moved him back out and I think that has reacted badly for them the village came back into the game big time when uh, Michael Fenley went back out to the middle of the field. He was upsetting Jackie, both on and off the play, on and off the ball, he was upsetting Jackie. And now they've done. They've reverted back to their old way for serious questions. But you cannot de- deny the belief out of the Shamra, out of the James Stevens guy, the desire out of him. like. The- man for man they're not supposed to be as talented as the Shamrocks but to put it up to them and they've answered all the critics me included that they have what it is to take possibly win a county final well let's just give you a
2: whistle stop tour of that first half two scores for TJ Reid both from play Henry Shefton has scored frees. he's missed two as well but they were both from very tough positions David Hoyne has got two scores from play, the number 13 for Valley Hill Shamrock's own Reid has chipped in with two, and Conor Walsh has got one for James Stevens. It's been all about Jackie Tyrrell and Owen Larkin. Tyrrell playing centre-back, Larkin playing centre-forward and drifting back wherever he's needed, quite frankly, inside uh, the uh, half-forward line and forward line. He got that goal, then he added a free to give uh, James Stevens the lead at the break. He also scored one point from play and three other dead balls, so he at the moment, is on 1-5 for the game. Other scores for the village coming from a Niall Tyrrell, who's got two, and both of those have been absolute peaches. We have 33 minutes of hurling in the first half. How long will we have in the second half? Will it be 30? Will it be 32? Will it be 33? Will there be extra time as there was in the minor final? We don't know yet, but we will answer all those questions live on KCLR 96FM here at Nolan Park at the break. It's James Stevens 1-7, Ballyhill, Shamrock's 9 points, right now. The
1: Kilkenny Senior and Minor Hurling County Finals, live on KCLR, with thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies. Thank you very much. And you know what?
2: I thought it was cold here in Nolan Park today. I'm after putting on the jacket. But now that I know there's guys uh, listening in Alaska, maybe I can consider myself lucky that I haven't had to wear the sheepskin rugs and the thermal underwear and all that kind of jazz like the lads probably have to do in Alaska. Home of Sarah Palin. Tell her I said hello. At the break, Hill Shamrocks trailing by one point in the county final replay on Casey Lorne 96 FM. Brought to you by John Brennan Machinery Supplies Kilkenny. And James Stevens, thanks to Owen Larkin's goal and five points, one from play and four from freeze. James Stevens leading by one point. Pat Tracy's on the sideline. Let's go down to Pat.
3: Yes, as uh, the group of uh, youngsters from, uh, I I suppose, Aher Villa they go as for the community games. uh, They've done an unprecedented three in a row. All-Ireland titles at, what, was it was under 10 or under 12 uh, this year, completed the, the three in a row. And no uh, uh, area has ever done that uh, in the history of the community game. So a fantastic achievement from them. And they're doing their lap of honour, Webby, across the field. Uh, Willie Carney here from Donna And Willie, um, how do you make of the game?
5: Oh, it's an excellent game, Pat. I think that is what everyone wants to see in a county final. It's just tough. It's uh, fair, though, you know. I, I think you made a comment yourself that maybe the village looked to be slightly physical early on, but it has worked for them and they've come right back into the game, absolutely. That goal uh, changed the whole tone of the game there for the last five minutes and uh, the village are going to be hard to beat now at this stage. They're going to play with whatever little breeze is in it, even though it's very, very slight. But I suppose the Shamrocks have that that extra upfront that nobody other, any other club wouldn't have, so uh, TJ Reid is flying out there, you know, and, and uh, Owen Reid is flying out there and like Henry is always dangerous and with forwards of that calibre around you may get Michael Fenley breaking from the middle of the field but equally on the other end Owen Arkin is a big threat huge threat to, uh, to the Shamrocks
3: Yeah and you say about the reeds if a, if a reed gets a ball in his hand it's a score and you know that's never more evident than today
5: Yeah I think they uh, Owen Reid picked up two marvellous points earlier on and he made another one for Henry just here in front of us here in front of the old stand on the 30 yard line it was a beautiful score I happened to be right behind her there and you know those are the kind of scores that win county finals at this level but it's it's a product of this year this year at senior level has been some excellent games in it you know Carrick Shock and the Shamrocks and there were other matches that were top class games I think it's great to be here in Olin Park and there's so many people here today If you were to call it now who would you say? Well, I I suppose uh, it's very hard to go against the Shamrocks because they just have that strength and depth and they have that class up front that when it comes down to it, they they just seem to have that extra player that always comes out on top. I would see maybe the Shamrocks edge it. At the start of the match, I would have said the Shamrocks by maybe five or six points, but... The village have really, really stood up and, you know, they're a proud club and they won't, you know, Philly Larkin there, you know, at probably 37 or 8 years of age, catching a couple of great balls there on lads maybe 10 years younger than him, maybe more. And, I mean, he's over there now on Young Welch there and he's a fine hurler. Picked up two points earlier on. Philly went across and him and he hasn't scored since. So, I mean, the village are a very proud outfit and they will not give in easily. It is anyone's game at this stage, really. I just feel maybe the Shamrocks would have that extra bit of... Uh, the smartness in Holland that Henry you know and you have maybe Michael Fenley breaking from the centre there you know all those things are in the, in the Shamrock's favour but it's anyone's games Pat it's the place to be here now and that's it
3: <laughs> alright Willie that's Willie Carney, Willie from uh, Dunham and of course uh, very much involved in uh, creating a world record this year of having the most lawnmowers in the one field at the cutting at the one time and uh, very much into the with selector
2: with Dunham over the last few years right O'Sheen. Patcher on the sideline. The Ballyhale Shamrocks lads have just arrived back out onto the park. We're still waiting for the village. I know we've talked about body language an awful lot in this game so far, but it does count for an awful lot. What do you think is going on with the Ballyhale lads? What do you think, judging by their body language and how they are uh, on the pitch at the moment, keeping warm and doing their stretches and whatnot, they are having had that uh, halftime break?
3: There's only one thing the Shamrocks have to do
2: in the second half
3: is they have to up the pace of the game. Uh, the stop-start, slow kind of game. That's going to uh, suit James Stevens. They need to get clean possession, uh, hit the ball as cleanly as they can from uh, their half back line. Just up the pace and get the ball moving an awful lot faster into their forwards because uh, the, the telepathy between the forwards uh, in the, no other team in the county has it, and uh, the movement. And uh, that is they've been denied that right throughout the first half. The, um, the in to James Stevens they've been step for step with every player but uh, really that's what they have to do they have to just get out there and, and, and really go for it attack the ball an awful lot more It's uh, I know it's easier said than done but it's, uh, that, that has to be foremost in their mind rather than being kind of defensive themselves
2: I've spotted that uh, Alan he is in at corner back wearing 25 it appears that Paul Shefflin is gone now Shefflin was carrying a yellow card do you think that was a consideration in the decision made?
3: Well, it may have been, and uh, Alan Cuddy is the lad that uh, was man of the match in the All Ireland a few years ago when they won, but uh, has uh, slipped down the pecking order. His form seemed to have gone, and uh, it's, a, it's a fair call enough, I think. And maybe the fact that Owen Larkin got in for the goal, maybe that, that, that might have been a factor, but uh, it's an interesting call.
2: Okay. James Stevens coming back out onto the park as the substitution announcement is made. We're about to start the second half of the St. Canis' Credit Union. County senior hurling final replay between Ballyhale Shamrocks and James Stevens live on Casey Lore, 96 FM, Adrian Ronan.
1: Two boys, Jackie McFenney-Rad again, and the referee spot him. Watch the two boys, look. The ref is after Con him, a, a, a stop from each other. It's like watching a yeah. BBC look, documentary. With. Now and, there's a row down here, look. And uh, the two linesmen are watching them. look.
2: Well, Jackie and Michael Fenley at it again and yeah. as I was trying to make the point it's like watching a Richard, Richard Attenborough documentary the two boys just <laughs> smacking off each other and smacking off each yeah. other with the shoulders now the neither quarter being asked or given, given no one will give in they're challenging each other the, the oh. dominant
1: nails there's certainly going to be a big call made here by the referee down on both ends of the field now he's gone to the umpires and while he's doing that the two boys are still at it here look and there's, it's not like handbag stuff to be fair so look Jackie's pointing to the scoreboard to Michael Fenley
2: they're Big shoulder hits going yeah. in between Fenley and Terrell, aren't they?
1: There's going to be a big call have to be made out of the referee here because it's, it's not that it's getting out of hand. It isn't man-to-man stuff, to be fair. But it's a small bit of... Agent I mean it's fair enough to hit ladies with shoulders but there is the But if
2: a guy is, does that to you let's let's look at it from the point of view of the player who receives the first hit if someone does that to you in a county final like this
1: you have to do it back really don't you Yeah well that's, well I suppose that's you, can't, you can't get caught you can't get caught but look this is where you have umpires this is where you have lines and no one likes to see anyone getting sent off but there is serious things going on if Mansfield if Mansfield wants to get a handle on the game now he's going to have to make a big call because the village are right up in this game and they are right back in this game and look here there's still a the village have decided they going to look here we are oh this yes, yeah.
2: needless yeah. niggle in the centre of the Here park involved is Eamon and now the ball is thrown in the referee says I'm not going to talk to you anymore I'm just going to get it underway James Stevens on the attack first up and the free in is won between the 65 and the 45 and a John Milan style jump in the air from Sheehan in the middle after that free was awarded and it tells you that every decision is vital in this game James Stevens lead by 17 to 9 points there's 20 seconds gone in the first half we'll go down to Pat Tracy on the sideline in a moment but first we'll talk to you through this free which Owen Larkin will take he's already scored a four freeze already along with a point from play and an absolute cracker of a goal from play this is in the middle of the park it's in the middle between the 65 and the 45 it's into the country end and it's Larkin who places the ball on the ground with the rain falling but not as heavy as it was in the first half there's 44 seconds gone in this second half the game brought to you by John Brennan, Machinery Supplies, Kilkenny. It's live on Casey Lore, 96 FM. Larkin bends, lifts, strikes, gives it plenty of air. It's going towards the goal and Larkin gets his first of the second half and James Stevens lead by two. It's one eight to nine points. One minute gone in the game and that is where you put it up to your opposition, not before the game starts in the second half, before a ball is thrown in.
1: Yeah, there's questions going to be asked of this Shamrock's great team now. Serious questions being asked. And the village, to be fair to them, last week the same. They're in their faces, in their faces. Fairly nine things out of ten to... Jackie it Tyrrell clears. has it and clears it down the park it's down the right hand side it's
2: under now Jur Fenley Fenley tries to pick it up off the ground with the stick but Fenley can't quite manage to do so Fenley does guide it back to Eamon Walsh Eamon Walsh is looking for a fellow player he has found one in Joseph Holden Joseph Holden guides it back there to Jur Fenley Jur Fenley from the 20 meter line strikes it long into the middle where Michael Fenley is under it but Fenley hasn't got an inch of room he, oh, he has got yeah. enough for con Fenley to get onto it Fenley Going to the 45, striking on the run. Fenelly over the power, what a score from Colin Fenelly. His first in the game, 32
1: minutes gone. Valley Hale, Shamrock's 10 points. James Stevens, 1-8,
2: Adrian Ronan.
1: Jackie lost his helmet there, and again, there's a lot of shenanigans going on and off the ball and it's Eamon Mansfield's patience is definitely going to be tested look, the question here is about this Shamrock's great team have they the hunger and desire to come win another county final the village, to their credit, are putting it up to them they're after answering the questions people thought last weekend that the conditions had a lot to do with the village it had nothing to do with it the village are rightly here on merit and they're going to put it up to the, to put it up to the Shamrock's which means again the other nine senior clubs at Kilkenny will have to ask themselves questions because no one rated this village team at the beginning of the year they
2: will have no fear of anyone, including Ballyhale Shamrocks. Those are the thoughts of Michael Walsh after the full-time whistle of the semi-final win over St. Martin's for the village. And they're certainly showing up here. A shot from just outside the 45, middle of the park. It's gone over. It's an absolute cracker of a score from Matthew Ruth, And it's 33 minutes gone. Ballyhale Shamrocks trailing against James Stevens, 1-9 to 10 points. Let's go down to Pat Tracy on the sideline. That was a big score from Matthew Ruth
3: certainly was and uh, very evident when he got the ball he was taking on the defence uh, but uh, the uh, Shamrock's point before that came from brilliant defensive play here in the in the full back line
2: Donah has it deep inside his own defensive territory just outside the 20 metre line plays it down the park into the hand of a James Stevens man who can't manage to hold on to it it's robbed by Bally Hale and it's robbed by Bob Aylward Aylward trying to bring it forward loses it off the stick tries to pick it up again can't do so gets it into the path of uh, Fenley I think that one is Fenley is running down the park he's brought down inside the 45 Big convergence of players And he's trying to swing out of it there Colin yeah. Fenley And the free is awarded Oh, Jackie's Fenley. in trouble oh. Jackie's in trouble If the ref is doing his job He's in trouble Well, Fenley yeah. has Jackie's gone to big trouble and I
1: think that yeah. is And he, Jackie Tyrrell was the closest man to him. Yeah. I saw something I prefer not to say on the radio But Jackie's in big trouble If the ref does his job Now the mentors are in They're all after seeing it This is a huge, huge call for Eamon Mansfield He was right in front of him He saw it We all saw it here Both mentors are in a game that's in danger of losing no. control of itself. Yeah.
2: Thirty-four minutes gone, Fenley's on the ground. I don't want to make a preemptive comment here because we don't know what the decision of the referee is, we don't know what he saw, yeah, we he don't saw know what that. the official saw. Red cards! Yeah. Red cards for Jackie Turrell in the county final replay, and James Stevens are down to fourteen men in the thirty-fifth minute they lead by 1-9 to 10 points there's 2 points in it, Pat Tracy what a big moment that is, Jackie Turl sent off and Michael Fenley is sent off and Michael Fenley sent off as well Jackie Turrell sent off, Michael Fenley the hurler of the year, sent off with them. Now, that was obviously for something that went on yeah. afterwards. There was a big
1: conversion to players nah, he inside it. the 45. The referee bottled it. He bottled it. Uh, it was the second yellow card. Yeah, but he what did Michael Fenley do? It'll be interesting to see. Something went on in the sideline. There's too many mentors involved. Look, it's still going on. The linesman, it's your man. The other linesman, we won't name him. The other linesman has after getting Michael Fenley involved in something. And now, or is it Conan Fenley? Look, Colin Fenley's gone over as well. Which one of them has gone off? But to be fair, we predicted that, Pat. You rightly said that the two boys, there was too much messing going on. Michael Fenley and Jackie
2: Tyrrell sent off in the county no, final Michael replay. Fendley's Fendley still, still, still it's there. Colin
1: Fenley's gone. Colin Fenley must be... Colin, Colin Fenley's gone. Colin Fenley's yeah, gone. I was thinking, of, wait, wait Colin Fenley's gone for whatever reason. Well, Colin Fenley went down under that initial hit from Jackie
2: Tyrrell. He got back up. A lot of players converged. Then there was a breakout of a bit of niggle. So the referee obviously spotted something, and he sent Colin Fenley off. It's 14 men apiece. It's James Stevens who lead by 1-9 to 10 points. And it's a free for Henry Shefflin inside oh. the 45. He's taking it low. It might come to one Reed. He Great tries hit. to kick at it. Derek Brennan diving to his left, gets it away. It's still inside the 13-meter line, however. Fenley is in there trying to get it. Reed in there as well. And the referee gives the free out. And he again, is in danger of
1: losing control of this game, and to be fair to him, it's a tough game to keep in control of. It is. No, both teams are hyped up to the last. Both teams that want to win it, I know and we understand. But look, you know, as, as we said, there was a bit of messing going on, and it was going on too long. But again, I, don't, I think the Shamrocks need to address Owen Larkin, because Owen Larkin is still winning every ball up here at this end of the field. Now it's a tactical game. Both teams look as if they're going to use the extra man at both ends of the field and we'll see how it all comes
2: together it's going to be like a game of Jenga to see who slots in where with both teams down to 14 men it's Michael Fenley who comes forward slips it into the path of Owen Reed. Owen Reed down the line for the run of Michael Fenley who's between really the does. 20 and the 45 beautiful pivot by Michael Fenley his Hurley has being tucked back he keeps Sets. going has the shot can't get the Hurley to contact with the Schlitter goes to ground James Stevens pick it up and get it away and I have to say I thought Michael Fenley was proud on the way through Henry Sheffern takes it on the 45 it's not I a bigger pardon. Joey Holland Joey Holland slips it inside That's to David gone. Hoyne Hoyne is looking for a man inside he can't find him and now Owen Larkin comes away from his own 45 ball on stick running up towards the 65 gathers it into the hand going past Holland goes to the ground sweeps it with the hand That's on the half that. body and the free is awarded Two
1: James Stevens between the 65 and the 45, about five metres off the wall stand side, Adrian. Brilliant, Alarka, but that man to clear that ball was actually oh, uh, Matthew Root, wherever he came from. Uh, yeah, Matthew Root went back to win that ball. So look, it's all over the place now. Players are all over the shop. Mentors are all over the place. Niall Arrini is running, Adrian finding is running, and uh, the Shamrock are all over the field, there's been changes, man. It looks as if the Shamrocks have decided, both teams have now decided to use the extra man as a spare man. Philly Larkin, 38, 39 years of age as a spare man. And the boys have decided to use Bob Alward as a spare man down here. Let's go down to Pat Tracy
2: who's on the sideline because Owen Larkin is on his haunches with his knees on the ground as we speak. Yeah, very uh,
3: brilliant run by Larkin and the ter- determination. But I think he has a kind of a hand injury when he went down uh, low to flick the ball across. Uh, he got a crack on the hand and he's getting the spray on it at
2: the moment. But, uh, the temperature is uh, fairly high now. Well, I'm sure Owen Larkin will feel a great deal of sympathy for Jackie Tyrrell because Larkin, I suppose, sent off in the league final this year, knows what it's like to be... Someone have a villain in a big game. Yes, Kilkenny went on and won the Leinster in All Ireland, so everyone's going to forget the league final, but no doubt Larkin knows that feeling of being sent off in a big game. Larkin standing over the free. We'll come back to you in a second, Adrian, because the free is about to be taken between the 45 and the 65. There's 38 and a half minutes gone in the county final replay, live on Casey Lauren 96 FM with John Brennan, Machinery Supplies Kilkenny. It's James Stevens 1 9, Ballyhale Shamrocks 10 points. It's Larkin with the free. Larkin launches it towards the post, and Larkin has stuck it over, and after all the messing we've seen and all the niggle, we finally got a score, James Stevens, 1-10, Ballyhale Shamrocks 10 points, 39 minutes gone in the county final and Mark Aylward has come into the match, he is replacing Connor Walsh, it's a big call to make a change Pat Tracy on the sideline, what do you think?
3: yeah well I can understand Mark Elwer coming in the more experienced player plenty of experience county final and all Ireland experience and uh, Connor a younger player and uh, the way this game is developing maybe experience is needed
2: Michael Fenley speaking of experience making his way down the right hand side the All-Stars over to 45 he's in a bit of green space has the shot off the right hand side it's dropping wide Michael Fenley took on the responsibility he certainly has the talent but on that occasion it just just didn't work out 39 and a half minutes gone James Stevens, 110
1: Ballyhill shot Shamrock's ten points, Adrian Rowling. I think the need Shamrocks need to do something with Henry the ball. Henry's inside you, not, I think the two big changes are now that the head that the Shamrocks need to make is bring Henry to centre forward and bring Michael Fenley to centre back. Larkin is destroying uh the Shamrocks, and Henry's getting no ball at this stage. The two calls that, is, that should and possibly made is bring back Fenley centre back and Henry to centre forward, or is this game is going to slip from the Shamrocks?
2: And Derek Brennan launches it up towards the forty five. It's caught in the air brilliantly by Eamon Walsh, the centre back of Ballyhill Shamrocks. He hits it across to the right hand where Owen Reed is chasing after that one. Can't get to it the first time. Does get to a second. Slips it back to James Chaffett's Patrick who's standing just inside his own 65. Plays it across and make it. Mark Aylward, what a catch from Aylward. He's won the free just outside the D, middle of the park. And it's going to be a point from Henry Shefflin and a much needed one for Ballyhale Shamrocks. This game now beginning to simmer down, having boiled over.
1: Yeah, the sending off probably has now, players and mentors have realised that looked, they have to concentrate on Hurling has always been about to Kenny Holland and skill and determination. Look at, it wasn't that intentional what was going on, but it was a little bit of messing going on after the ball. But look, there's a big question as we said earlier being asked of the Shamrocks now. The Shamrocks, or the village have put it up to them and are putting it up to them. There's two points in it, and it's it's there still for both teams.
2: The score at the moment with 19 minutes left. Ballyhale Shamrocks, 11 points. James Stevens 110. 83 9696 is the number for you to text. Pat Tracy is on the sideline. Pat, what can you tell us?
3: Yes, well, um, at the moment, it's uh, very, very finely balanced. And Michael Fenley is back to centre-back, as Adrian uh, called. And uh, we'll see. Uh, I think Eamon Walsh has gone to wing-back.
2: Larka now slips it inside, he's aiming at Dave Walton. Dave Walton tries to balance it on the stick, can't do so. The centre-back Aiden Cummins is back there to block James Stevens off and uh, blocks any attempt they have of getting quick ball off the ground. It's Cummins again, goes with the hand pass out to the left-hand side, cleared down the middle of the pack, it's over the head, and the chase of Mark Aylward. Mark Aylward might get there, but the James Stevens back is almost there to block him off, and he does block him off, it's the no. Moscow, but now it's back into the path of Henry Sheffield who has a shot on the run. Henry Sheffield outside the 20-meter line with his first score from play of the game. 42 minutes gone,
1: James Stevens 110, Ballyhale Shamrocks, 12 points live on KCLR, 96 FM Adrian Ronan. Eamon Welsh has gone to middle of the field now, that's the move, Michael Fenley centre back Eamon Welsh has cleared the last two balls, which is an unusual place for middle of the field, Chan needs to come into the game, Young Sheedy's doing very well on TJ Reid, so look, here's to make another change, they've moved the corner back on Young Alworth here as well, a lot of changes has been made, but Michael Fenley going back, could be The difference
2: down Owen. Owen Larkin has it it on the left hand side. He's trying to break his way past James Chap Fitzpatrick. He can't go forward, so he goes backward and slips it to the man who lobs it inside. It's double in the air, but not doubled strongly enough, and Richard Reed is there to block it off. takes it and sends it out to the right hand side he's got it out to James Chapitz Patrick who looks to me like he's running out over the line the James Stevens mentors are right in yeah. front of him they say it's a line ball to their team and I think the umpire and the referee or the linesman I beg your pardon uh, is agreeing
1: with those mentors. I think there's a lot of issues going on on the far side with the linesman and the mentors I can't see from here a dark who the who the, the layman is, but he has the ears of both sets of, uh, of both sets of mentors on that side, and there's big decisions be made. It'll be very interesting after this game, uh, whatever way it goes, to see what happened and they're sending off with Colin Fendy we all know what happened with Jackie
2: now ball chipped down the right wing it was chipped down the right wing by David McCormick he was aiming it in towards the forward line but there to stop the attack is Ger Fenley of Ballyhale Shamrocks clears it down the park up towards the 65 inside his own 65 his own read numbers and positions mean very little in this game Kilkenny hurling final latest Ballyhale Shamrocks 12 points James Stevens at 110 it is the replay it spilled out over the line and it's a line ball to Ballyhale Shamrocks just inside their own 65. Adrian,
1: a lot of room up here on this end of the field in the Shamrocks full and Shamrocks uh, full forward lane And when you mention room and Henry Shefflin, that means he must have, he may have an advantage. TJ Reid needs to come into the game and chat. But two big players for Shamrocks are out of the game. That means that both the village boys are doing well. Michael Fenley in space in the middle could have ran it, elected to go directly inside. It's
2: a slip from the James awesome. Stevens back. He's lost it to Henry Shefflin. Shefflin turns and his shot is blocked and the corner back run there to get it up into the hand and try and get away from Mark Aylward. It's flicked into the hand of Philly Larkin who does fantastically well. Philly Larkin aims it down the park looking for McCormick. McCormick can't take it with the hand. Niall Tyrrell plays it down along the ground inside the 45 but it's picked up by Ballyhale Shamrock who slip it into midfield and now it is Eamon Walsh the centre back who goes from left to right. He was aiming it towards the right hand side towards the full forward Owen Reid but Reed slipped and it and allowed the James Stevens defenders to take it cleanly and get it down the park but the aim was poor in the clearance and it's Aidan Cummins who's there to clean up and Aidan Cummins hits it down the right wing. He's aiming it, no doubt, inside towards Henry Shefflin. Shefflin, to me, looks like he's being dragged down but the referee says play on it, goes out to the left-hand side, clearing it down the park is Donegal and Cole. He Didn't get a particularly clean contact on that one, but did find a teammate who's now sent it in towards the forward line. Under that one was Niall McQuillan, couldn't get the clean contact that he needed. Kicks out towards the 45 by the Ballyhale Shamrock's defender, where it's intercepted by Owen Larkin. Larkin has a shot between the 65 and the 45. It's dropping towards goal That's and four. dropping over the bar. What a score from Owen Larkin fantastic stuff he's second point from play he also scored a goal from play and now he is on 6 frees 2 from play and a goal
1: Larkin a game. Brilliant mistake out of the uh, Joey Holland possibly gave uh, Larkin the chance it's uh 111 to 12 points in favour
2: of James Stevens in the St. Canisys Credit Union County Senior hurling final replay live on KCL 96 FM as Michael Fenley comes forward he's chopped down on and the free in is going to uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks and it'll be Henry Shefflin to take it just inside the 45. The players going back into their positions and Adrian it's so hard to keep track of where the players positions are and Pat uh, Tracy you're on the sideline we'll come to you in a second you might give us an insight as to what's going on on pitch level Shefflin about to bend lift and strike here into the town end of Nolan Park as the rain falls lightly on the Nolan Park surface Henry Shefflin sticks it over the bar it is his fifth score of the game it's his fourth from a free and it's now 13 points to Ballyhill Shamrocks it's 111 11 to James Stevens. there's 46 minutes gone in the game we'll bring you news of the change in just a moment but Pat Tracy, what we were saying earlier on at ground level this must be unbelievably quick unbelievably intense and unbelievably hard to keep track of because everyone's switching around so much
3: Yeah, well, what's happening is that uh, the James Stevens half-hour line are going deep. That's why Michael Fendi was up so far. And uh, at times, uh, they're three and four uh, uh, of uh, the Shamrock's backs on their own back here. So uh, when the James Stevens get possession up the field, they badly need to look where they're going to hit it. And uh, Alan Cody has manned for uh, uh, the Shamrock for, for the last few minutes.
2: And Ray Cody has gone off for James Stevens. Is it difficult to see uh, on pitch level because it's quite dark due to the cloud cover so it's making it quite uh, difficult to see from the commentary position in the uh, main stand, in the wall stand. Well,
3: the players are so clued in that see uh, see, uh, a fly.
2: <laughs> it's picked up by the fullback Aidan Cummins, who made no mistake when smacking that one out of defence, but it'll ball into the hand of Philly Larkin, who's standing on his own 65, shows and goes, and flicks it with the hand out to the left-hand side. It's sent further out to the left by uh, Richie Hayes, and a long-range drive, and it's gone over the bar. What a score that was. It was David McCormick, and it's 47 minutes gone in the game. It's James Stevens 112. Bally Hales, Shamrock's 13 points, and James Stevens on top for the bulk of
1: the second half. But as we saw from the minor game, It ain't over till it's over. Spare man is working well for the village. Philly Larkin at 38 or 39 years of age after coming out with the last three balls and being used intelligently but that can't beat experience.
2: David McCormick with a fantastic score from out on the left hand side. He's under it again. McCormick now kind of floating it in towards the 45 where Dave Walton is trying to get there. It's slowed down a little bit in the last few minutes. It would be impossible for the players to keep up the intensity that was there given the heavy conditions and given the rate at which they were playing. Now it's uh, Niall Tyrrell in the centre for James Stevens who tries to. Find his forward Matthew Ruth, he has found Matthew Ruth, Matthew Ruth striking from outside the 45, Matthew Ruth with a fantastic score, his second of the game, James Stevens one thirteen. Ballyhill Shamrock's 13 points, 48 minutes gone and the county final replay live on KCLR 96 FM, this game brought to you by John Brennan Machinery Supplies Kilkenny, Adrian Ronan, what a score from Matthew Ruth, he's kind of turning up now
1: and then but when he is turning up he's making important contributions. The last two scores have been super for the village and the village are now on top and it looks Shamrock's question is going to be now have the bottle, have the hunger, and this is a huge, huge feckin' next next twenty minutes for Shamrocks. Joe Fenley, down the park.
2: Mark Edward is under this one. Mark Edward can't keep it in, but it went off the stick of the defender of James Stevens, and it's a line ball to Ballyhale Shamrocks, and Mark Edward getting onto the low ball aimed at him. It's difficult to take those balls off the ground given the heavy conditions. Now it's. Swung at by the uh, Ballyhale man who was taking that one. I think it might have been uh, James Jack Fitzpatrick. Now it's up the park from James Stevens who are going towards the 65. It's Dave Walton who has it. He dances inside. Ballyhale territory slips the ball forward for the shot from just outside the 45. Oh, what a score from James Stevens! It's another one from long range. And it was Tomas who came up from cornerback to send that one home, 49 minutes gone, they're opening up a gap, it's James Stevens, 114, Ballyhale Shamrocks, 13 points, to Tio landing that one from outside the 45 into the country end of Nolan Park Eamon Walsh is under this one for Ballyhale Shamrocks, the uh, centre back has gone up to support the midfield, the referee has blown the whistle, and he's going to throw this one in, it's thrown in and neither quarter being asked or given, and the players converge together and players collapse
1: on the ball. And the ref, I think, will throw it in again, Adrian Rowland. Look at the room. Shamrocks have reacted by bringing the spare man up to the forwards to crowd up their forwards. And now there's huge room down here. And look at this end of the feed. The village boys are coming at him in droves here, and there's no one down in, in the inside half. Richie Hayes, the sub, after to come on, has to make no difference.
2: McCormick tries to sweep it into the path of Owen McCormick. It was David McCormick trying to get it to Owen McCormick, but it's intercepted by Bob Aylward, who gives it to Henry Shefflin between the 65s. Shefflin plays it long inside he was aiming at tj reed owen reed is under their turn trying to trying to pick it up off Henry's the ground he has managed to do it he's got his back to goal he's got a little bit of space but then he's closed down slips it to henry shefflin who has the shot shefflin over the bar a second score from play for henry shefflin and it is now with 15 minutes gone in the game Ballyhale shamrocks 14 points james Steven.
1: James Stevens 114, Adrian. Yeah, no, that's, I suppose the worry now is for, uh, for the Villagers, kind they of hold out. To, like, I mean, you can't write off a good team like the Shamrocks. Uh, there's a lot of changes still going on and a lot of tactical battles going on here. Philly Larkin, to be fair, has a spare man since the sending off the Shamrocks. Uh, now Philly's going out to Mark Henry. Henry's now come out to centre forward, which is what should have happened earlier. What a game this is. TJ Reid has gone to set full forward.
2: Michael Fenley trying to get under the high ball in the middle, but it's Owen Larkin who's robbed it on the... 45, he's inside now, slips the ball in for the runner. He has a shot, and it is a good shot as well. It's just dropped short from. Owen McCormick into the hands of Richie Reid Richie Reid now clearing it down the park it's inside the 65 of James Stevens. it's controlled very well indeed by Alan He Alan he's trying to turn and get it down the park but it's blocked off by James Stevens. and now they have it again in the middle, it's another long range effort and strike which will drop into the hand of the goalkeeper he's caught it well, Walton is putting the pressure on but Reid manages to get it out to the 13 metre line where he hand passes and then it's cleared down the park, it's aimed at Michael Fenley perhaps but it's caught by the hand of Donica Cody, Donica Cody is found just shy of his own 65, middle of the park. And that is frustrating for Ballyhale Shamrocks, who just can't quite make it happen for themselves in this game. 52 minutes gone. James Stevens won 14. Ballyhale Shamrocks, 14 points. And the free coming to James Stevens just inside the 65. More to the Walsh stand side than the Gray stand side, but it is in a central
1: position. You wonder what this move, and I suppose, the move of Alan Cuddy. Alan Cuddy is a back, and he's now playing in the forwards for the Shamrocks. It looks as if the Shamrocks... Uh, players are all over the place. Village are reacting every time by making a move, and at this stage of the game you would think that it's the village if they can hold out for the next few minutes and close out the game. It looks like the Shamrocks are all over the field. As I said, Alan Coody, normally a back, is now going up in the forwards, which isn't uh, a place where he's used to. Owen Larkin is
2: standing over the free on his own 65, slightly to the right of the post as he looks. Bending, lifting, striking, it's got plenty of air, doesn't have the distance and accuracy, it's dropping, it's dropping, it's dropping over! Owen Larkin, what a score! 52 minutes gone, James Stephens 115, Ballyhale Shamrocks 14 points, yet another score from Owen Larkin, who is guiding James Stevens home, although there is a lot of time left in this game, both teams remember, David down to 14 men Adrian Rowland, Con Fenley sent off for Ballyhale Shamrocks, Jackie Tyrrell sent off for James Stevens. Patrick Reid is on now for Young uh, uh, Hyde. And now this is Matthew Ruth who scored two points already, brings it up to the Ballyhill Shamrocks, 65, somehow manages to get the pass off to his teammate. Now it's back to Ruth. Ruth has a shot from between the 45 and the 65. I beg your pardon, it's Niall Tyrrell, who can also get long-range scores. And there's another one from Tyrrell. His third of the game, 53 minutes gone. James Stevens 116. Ballyhill Shamrocks, 14 points. It's all going a bit pear-shaped for Ballyhill Shamrocks, Pat Tracy.
3: Yeah, fantastic score uh, there from Niall Tyrrell. And between the 46 the 9 minute, uh, three brilliant scores. And uh, when you have a fullback
1: scoring against you, you know you're in trouble. And This, uh, this guy is doing fierce well, Niall McQuillan. He's after winning the last few balls. Every ball that the Village now are hitting is going over the bar. It's into the hand
2: of Richard Reid because there was no one inside for James Stevens to put the pressure on. Obviously, they're happy to go with long range points. It doubled on in the air. TJ Reid can't keep control of it. Joe is there for the Village. Inside his own 45 hits it down the left-hand side, it bounces out over the line. It will be a line ball to Ballyhale outside their own 45, deep inside their own territory. 53 and a half minutes gone in the Kilkenny County Final hurling replay. Brought to you on KCLR 96FM by John Brennan Machinery Supplies. And James Stevens lead by five points, Adrian Ronan. If you were on the sideline, what would you do? Put yourself in the position of the James Stevens management and then put yourself in the position of the village management. I'll go back to you in just a second, but Henry Shefflin, uncharacteristically has lost control of a ball just outside the 45. It's hit down the line. It's picked up on the run by Owen McCormick, who's having pressure poured onto him by the defender. But he does manage to get the ball across the park. It's plucked out of the air, however, by Aylward. And Aylward sends it down the park. He was aiming there uh, towards number 22. That was Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed can't keep control. It goes back to the Bally Hale side. It was off a James Stephens stick. It is a line ball to Ballyhale Shamrocks, which will be taken by Joseph Holden. He's got a man running over to him. That's Eamon Walsh. He won't slip it just short to him yet. He's going to take his time over this one. Maybe he shouldn't because it was intercepted by the stick of Matthew Root. It comes back into the path of Eamon Walsh in the middle of the park. He picks it up. He's running over to the right hand side. He's running out of options. There, He's been no. dispossessed. It's Matthew Root with a clean run towards the 45. Matthew Root striking off the left hand side. A poor effort by his standards it goes wide 10 seconds shy at the 55th minute mark
1: it's James Stevens 116 Ballyhell Shamrocks 14 points Adrian back to our point back to our point and it looks as if Shamrocks are now in the last 10 minutes hitting aimless balls up on top of the boys hoping Henry will be on the end of it the village have been more composed to be fair to the village players they're more composed they're trying to find their men there's Larkin again carrying the ball taking on their men they're certainly the team that are more composed at this stage and the Shamrocks unfortunately are hitting aimless balls up TJ Reid hits it
2: down the right-hand side. It was almost gathered by Owen Reid who got it onto the stick but just cannot make it stick ball now sent long out of defence from James Stevens. Walton is trying to get under that one he can't do so Aylward is there to make himself a nuisance of poor Bally Ballyhale Shamrocks and he's done the job very well because Aidan Cummins is able to race away with it gives it to James Chaffett's Patrick who's inside his own 65 and James Chaff plays a chest high ball down towards uh, Owen Reed, who let it drop on the ground before picking it up Cody is pushing him into the corner but Reed puts the pass across where it's picked up by Eamon Waltz, just outside the D his team need a score he slips it inside to Aylward, who's clattered from behind them that's surely a free just outside the 13 metre line And surely a score for Ballyhale Shamrock's and a good. desperately needed one as well There's 56 minutes gone in the game James Stevens leading by 5 to,
1: points Henry has to go for the goal in this case There's no point looking around There's 6 points in it in the county final This is a big call for Henry and a big call for Ballyhale But he has to go for it 6 points in it,
2: 116 to 14 points 56 minutes gone Henry Shefflin absolutely has to go for the goal here He's uh, taking his time but there is no decision to make it just has to be a goal simple yes. as and there's one two three four five players on the line for james stevens there's actually six because there's one standing behind the goalkeeper oddly enough
1: if last sunday's free was a vital free this is a bigger free the big man for the big moment henry shefflin bending lifting striking and henry shefflin has his free saved and
2: the james stevens defenders the are jumping again. over and uh, jumping up and down it went over the bar so they get something out of it Henry Shefflin with another score he's 6th and all it's 15 points to 116 57 minutes gone the James Stevens players jumping up and down after that save was made like they've won the game well they haven't won it yet but they have made a significant uh, payment down payment on the win with that save five points between the teams three minutes left let's go down to Pat Tracy on the sideline Pat yeah
3: very orthodox here now there's uh, five backs and five forwards and uh, Owen McCormick and David Walton working very hard on the inside line for uh, James Stevens but uh, the next couple of balls are going to be crucial Chad played that one down that the free eventually came from and uh, a few more
2: like that but Walton with a shot from the corner if this goes over it's surely the game it hasn't Pat sorry I'm going going to go back to you yeah very true but uh, James Stevens have wasted two or three the last
3: few balls that's the second or third wide in
2: a row. Well, it's 116. James Stevens. It's 15 points, ballyhale Shamrocks. There's 58 minutes gone in the game. And they're making
1: a few changes. Jack McGrath is coming on and uh, Gary Whelan is coming on. I'm not sure who's going off. Uh, Owen McCormack and David Wall, the two boys we mentioned inside. So Gary Whelan and uh, young Jack McGrath are going to be asked to, to try and hold out the game for the James Stevens.
2: There's two minutes left. It's inside ballyhale uh, Barry Hills half forward line but it's won again by Owen Larkin who's dancing through the middle of the park he's held up, he keeps going slips the pass inside to Jack McGrath Jack McGrath with a shot from outside the 45 he was celebrating even before it went over Jack McGrath, what an impact he's made it's 117
1: to 15 points there's 1 minute and 40 seconds left
2: of the game Adrian Ronan
1: I've obviously an inspired substitution and a super ball out of Owen Larkin and a super score out of Jack McGrath considering he's a back
2: <laughs> Jack McGrath He's got 13 on his back, but as you say, he is a back. He got that ball just inside the 65 on the right-hand side. And knew exactly what he was doing with it. Fenley slips it into the path of Henry Shefflin. Shefflin tries to go for the shot towards goal. It was aimed towards the crossbar. Maybe he was aiming to try and sneak it into the back of the net. It didn't go there, and the keeper clears it down the park. Valley Hill Shamrock's now win the breaking ball in the centre of the park. This is Eamon Walsh who's fouled, I think, by Jack McGrath, but the referee says play on. And James Stevens get plenty of numbers in there, and they're able to hold it up. And now they're able to get it to Gary Whelan. Gary Whelan looking for options. He has found one in Owen Larkin, who's up against two Valley yep. backs, but he goes for the shot outside the. 45, oh Larkin, what a score from him, we're into the last minute and Ballyhale Shamrocks know the title is slipping away, it's 118 to 15 points, we're into the last minute of the county final replay on KCLR 96 FM, this game brought to you by John Brennan Machinery Supplies of Kilkenny, big bunching together of players between the 45 and the 65 and no doubt the referee
1: will throw this one in, well what a game, what an occasion, what a day People have decided that it's time up and people are going. People questioned it. would the Shamrocks? You never get a second chance to beat the Shamrocks. Obviously, me included. The Village have answered all of his critics, right? And they believed in themselves. The Walsh Cup is going to the village and now
2: it's Owen Larkin who's won it back inside his own half back line who makes his way over the Ballyhale 65. He goes down under the challenge of Eamon Walsh but uh, Ballyhale Shamrock cannot turn that ball over. It's a testament to the work rate of James Stevens. Gary Whelan tries to play it along the ground. Back to own Larkin. Larkin gives it to a man who is standing on the 65 a long range shot and if it goes over it's the icing on the cake. It has gone over and the point scorer is jumping up and down in the air. He knows that the game is over. He knows that the day is done Done, and he knows that his team now have a score line of 119 to 15 points against Bally Shamrocks. What, what a long range score that was. To be fair to Bally Shamrocks, they have not given up. Michael Fenley is inside the 20 metre line, sits inside to Henry, who has a shot, and it has gone wide. And that just sums up their
1: Jake. Yeah, look, it didn't happen for the Shamrocks. But look, the telling score was Owen Larkin score just before half time at 9 3 at 9 6. James Stevens, or the Village, had two chances of playing. Had a two chance of points they didn't take it but they cannot underestimate the contribution of Owen arkham today and all year for the Shamrocks.
2: the green and red flags are flying high it is james Stevens day it will be their eighth county title they've also won three all-ireland titles and four leinster club titles their last county title back in 2000 and uh, five back in 2004 and 2005 they won the two in a row of course and now they have it again just outside the 45 the referee is giving a free to james Stevens.
1: And the free award against James Chat. At this stage you would have to admire, I know it's easy to say it now, but they admire the contribution of the village uh, selectors. Adrian Finan, Niall Rigney and Fran Whelan. To get this team up the second day to give, it, as I said, to give the Shamrocks a run for their money and beat them. You know, no one, no one would have thought this would have happened because everyone thought the last day was a freak. But at the end of the day, you know, Shamrocks have demonstrated over the years they've been great champions. And now to 10 other teams into Kenny Hurland now realise that the Shamrocks are not unbeatable and there's a new talent coming and it's the, the village and to be fair to the village you know and this man has taken the free what a contribution as we said earlier that he's made to the sh-
2: Looking to, the to score his 8th free of the game and Owen Larkin sends that one home it's 8 frees it's 2 from play and a goal Owen Larkin by far and away, the man of the match. 62 minutes gone in the game. James Stevens 120. Ballyhale shamrocks 15 points. Play is continuing, but it's a victory parade, and the James Stevens supporters are loving this one. County champions in 1935, in 1937, in 1969, in 1975, in 1976, in 1981, in 2004, and now they can add to the 2005 title, their last title, 2011. The famine is over for James Stevens. They are the county champions and deservedly so. The final score 120 to 115. Adrian Roland, what a game. 120 to 15 points. I beg your pardon.
1: No, there it, go. there it goes to all the so called lads that know everything about hurling and know nothing. We've proved we've known nothing <laughs> about Hurland because no one really gave the Shamrocks or uh, uh, the village a second chance today. We all thought we all thought that the last day was the weather the last day that maybe just the Shamrocks didn't play well, the last day that the village wasn't as good but they've proved afterwards that they've been excellent and they've proved that they believed in themselves, they, after the game the village never once made any excuse about the referee, never made any excuse about the, about the weather and they've proved today they, and credit must go must go to the lads in the field, must go to the, the lads, particularly off the field the management, to get that result to get those players and to get that result but we must not underestimate the contribution that Shamrocks have made to Kilkenny-Horland we're not writing them off but today again as we said earlier it's about winners and the village the village have given hope to the other 10 clubs in senior hurling to Kilkenny
2: well Ballyhale Shamrocks can quite simply say they were beaten by a better team on the day Pat Tracy's on the sideline a lot of people around you Pat uh, let's see if we can get a contribution in any case, though. Pat Tracy. Yeah, well, just the general feeling down here is that uh, by far
3: the best team won. Uh, James Stevens, uh, they took the game to Shamrocks from the world goal and uh, were fitting winners. And I think uh, that uh, midway through that second half, uh, they really uh, nailed the game with uh, those three points in a row. And uh, that was... Uh, Uh, they kept that lead and kept their composure right throughout and uh, I don't think anyone can have any excuses as soon as the celebrations uh, settle down a little bit I'll get
2: hold of some of the men behind the scene no problem Pat Tracy we'll leave you off to do your work uh, on the pitch which is crowded by green and red flags and to be fair the village are not they're not not rubbing it in they're not uh, in any way um, ungracious in victory it would be very easy to be that way, but they're not. They're celebrating their win with pride and dignity. One twenty to fifteen points, the final score. Just in case you missed it, uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks, the team and squad still standing on the pitch. They're on the forty-five to the right-hand side as we look from the uh, Walsh stand side, and it must be the hardest moment in the world to have to stand there and watch the celebrations of another team, especially when you're Ballyhale Shamrocks and you have won. 13 county titles, five All-Ireland club titles and seven Leinster club titles. The
1: no question has been answered now, Oisín. We, we all questioned, we all knew in the last couple of months that the Shamrock's worked in the team at the World in the last couple of years. But that being said, they've been great champions. They've also been great. I've demonstrated that they're great losers. They're staying on the field and they've been dignified. OK, the village are rightly so disli- delighted. But without a shadow of a doubt, to think, and I see a man from the Borough, to think here at this stage the 10 other clubs at Senior Horn and Kilkenny now realise that they have a chance no one would have have thought at the beginning of the year that the village would have won the championship it gives hope to the other 10 clubs the village rightly saw today will deserve their chance and take the plaudits but certainly, you know, for the future of kilkenny hurling, maybe it's a good thing for the future of kilkenny hurling. It's probably a very good thing that, you know, that it's going around and at other clubs, and I see a, a Dixborough man here, and I'm sure as a Dixborough man, he's so delighted to see the village winning. <laughs> well, let's get the
2: thoughts off that uh, Dixborough man. Kieran Cuddy, the full of up Dixborough also part of the Kilkenny intermediate squad uh, this year. When you see a game like today and you see a result like we've just seen, does it give other teams hope, especially a team like yourself, who were only recently back up from intermediate hurling?
0: Yeah, listen, th- like the village team should be they're a great example to other clubs who maybe don't have now, they've got some great players but like what, get, what gets the village over the line and what makes them so hard-bet come championship time is confidence and self-belief. Like that village team, when they go line out in the championship, they may lose the odd game to kind of, with say, weaker opposition in the league, but they'll feel they have a divine right to win every match. And it's, John, you know it's the right attitude to have, however much it might infuriate me as another uh, player in a club team in the city. Uh, they, they really feel they have that right to win every match. And that self-belief and that confidence, that sees them through some serious battles.
2: Let's talk about this game itself. Was the turning point the sendings off? Because Tyrrell went, we thought it was going to be 14 against 15, but then Colin Fenley went as well. And if I'm being 100% honest, I don't really know why. I couldn't see it from this position. Yeah, I couldn't see
0: it now either. But and we're not being Arsene is,
2: Wenger here. Uh, Genuinely, we no. couldn't see it because there was so much happening. Yeah, no,
0: like now, I have to say, Gavin Quilty was right beside it, though. So I'm sure, yeah, you know, like, and I'm sure he, he had a word in Eamon Mansfield a year. So, you know, I, like, I didn't see it myself. You're right, though, it, 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 it probably had a huge influence on the game. It's when the village started to pull away. Ballyhale just didn't cope well with the the, I say, the the shifted dynamic of fourteen against fourteen. And you saw that they they've you they've probably the best midfield you could ask for in Club hurling in McFenley and Chad Fitzpatrick. And for ten minutes there in the second half and they were under they were under pressure. You had those two players sitting back in their own half looking for ball, trying to clear it. Now you're not going to beat any team if two of your most threatening players are back in their own half. The village were happy to watch that happen all day. Let them clear ball. Was it a factor,
2: fatigue maybe, for Ballyhead Shamrocks I made the point during the game, Adrian, that they have an awful lot of hurling played. Even the guys um, who don't feature for the county have an awful lot of hurling played.
1: Yeah, no, look, there's a big thing about uh, hunger and class. And hunger came out today, the village just had the hunger, and that was simple as... As we've said earlier, you know, the the question marks, they're a long time on the road, they're a tired team, they've been great champions, we're not writing them off, but they just need to go back to the drawing board and freshen up, but the hunger, the village had the hunger, and they proved it, and as I said, they put all those doubters, all the people that thought we knew it all, that they couldn't beat the Shamrocks, you get one chance to beat the Shamrocks, so there it goes, we know nothing about Hurling.
2: Kieran Cudahy, you're a fullback for Dixborough, how much of a nightmare is it when you come up against a guy like Owen Larkin, who scored eight threes, two points from play, and a goal today?
0: Um yeah I suppose yeah I think yeah, there's absolutely there's no stopping someone on form like that today he was absolutely immense which I have to admit like he was ably assisted by some some players around him who had great performances was, was that a tactic David, David-, David McCormick had a great game as well I thought I know Matthew Roos like was you didn't see him for long periods and then he'd pop up and he got two great points uh Donica Cody like yeah at half back, you know, like he cleared some immense ball, and even when Jackie was on the field, now I know he was involved in a lot of niggly stuff, and he was getting dragged into it. Like a lot of the time when he's playing club hurling, he'll get the ball and he'll run and run and run and try and like run straight through a team on his own. He struck every ball he won today first time, quick, straight into the forwards because he knew the threat that Larkin could give if he was if he could win the ball in space.
2: You're listening to KCLR 96 FM. It is the aftermath of the county final replay. The St. Canis' Credit Union Championship for 2011 is over and the title is going to James Stevens. they have beaten ballyhale Shamrocks by 120 to 15 points Owen Larkin, what a game he had, Matthew Root popped up with two important scores, David McCormack got a score Jack McGrath came off the bench and instantaneously made an impact with a long range score, Niall Terrell scored three points in the middle of the park, him and Niall McQuillan, you mentioned McQuillan during the game Adrian Rowland, that he worked so hard and he made it happen and it Honorary mention as well for Donica Cody, a guy who has played with yeah. Kilkenny in the past and has suffered a lot with injury
1: today he really stood up oh, again, again as I said we all questioned, it, like Donna Cody his mobility and the mark Henry last week and he proved again today that Cody did very well but Tomas Kio coming out from it with the ball I know it's easy to give credit now at this stage but the likes of Eamon Sheedy I said it during the first half TJ Reid was completely blocked out but Eamon Sheedy has done that in the last four games he's man marked and if everyone everyone, or anybody wants to see how to man mark a fella Eamon Sheedy did it brilliantly today did it brilliantly to the last day man marking each individual player ok Adrian Ronan and Kieran Cuddy, I'll come back to you in just a few moments. The celebrations, well, the official
2: celebrations about to begin for James Stevens. Jackie Tyrrell is making his way up to take the trophy, but Pat Tracy has someone to talk to on the sideline. Pat,
3: yes, uh, Adrian Feynman here with me. Adrian, of course, the lector with James Stevens' titanic battle. Adrian,
6: yeah, that was wonderful. I have to say, an absolute heroic performance. We called for it at halftime and we asked them for their biggest half hour ever in the village jersey and I think we got it. To be honest with you, we got it over the two days though, you know. They were absolutely wonderful and deserved, I think, to be honest, to win this championship.
3: I thought the response coming out of the James Stevens dressing room after the drawing game was crucial to, the, to what was going to happen this week.
6: Yeah, it was a very difficult one, you know. It feels like defeat in some ways, but, you know, there was probably a little bit of anger there as well, you know. we were. It wasn't just that we had been felt sucker to hour late goal or something. like. We actually were a an idea and in fairness the boys channeled it all in. We met on Wednesday night and I have to say the mood, the humour up in Tinry Island where we were training was fantastic. And uh, you know we all left that night realising that the boys weren't feeling sorry for themselves at all and they were looking forward to today.
3: Yeah I got a text from uh, a James Stevens man during the week and he said uh, I have a good feeling. Yeah we did, Look, we had a good
6: feeling all along you know. We were being been written off. And, you know, we didn't feel that the weather suited us, particularly last week, more than anybody, you know. I think people were trying to say maybe it put the Chambers out on a stride, but we have good forwards and we are a great attacking team and we like a good day for hurling as well. And, you know, uh, we felt confident that we fought very hard last week and if we fought as hard again this week that we had a great chance
3: Uh, The sending off you know it released um, um, it released uh, Philip Larkin and uh, he gave an exhibition as a a free man you know it really took to it
6: Well uh, you'd have to be thrilled for Philly obviously but uh, it was a super day and you know he did his part they all did their part the sending off was a big moment, R H, and I suppose the fact that one went from each team was a big thing. I didn't see the incident at all, so I don't know what happened. But um, you know, to lose Jackie was a huge blow for us because over the years he's been he's just been unreal for the village. So we like we got around to the lads and we just said, look, Jackie's got to win a lot of games for us. Let's win it for him now and not lose it.
3: Yeah, and then you had Neil and Tomass Keogh, and uh, I think it was a match. You wrote landing three pints in a row and started the middle of the half. I thought they were vital.
6: Well, it was a big moment there, you know, and of course the penalty was a big moment too. Had he got that, there was only two pints in it and two points against the Shamrocks is dangerous so it wasn't over until i felt when we got to seven points ahead <laughs> about two minutes in injury time God. then i felt good uh, and how about larkin ah sure he's wonderful It was from the very start he's a fantastic leader and i don't want to preempt anything but he's sure surely make a wonderful captain for the kenny next year as well
3: and of course his performance over the two days the hurl he was the one lad that he had a hurl like a wand on both days
6: he's a wonderful man and has been for a decade now for James Stevens, and it's just a privilege to be involved in the team that he's involved in. But all of these guys, you know, from, from the corner to the, to the last man on the, on the programme, if you like, uh, they've been fantastic. And we knew as a group, we wanted this. We really, really wanted it. And uh, a fair play to them now. and hope they enjoy it.
3: Yeah, you were a new team. In the, when you were in the county final, you know, you grew.
6: Now, well, the lads have been in our own county finals now for, for yeah. the best part of eight or nine years. And, you know, we've won three now since 2004 and that's not a bad record uh and been in two others so you know the, the odds were a bit silly i think but uh i suppose people you know the Champions are a wonderful team obviously and you know they have such great horrors uh they were rightly favorites going into both days but i thought we were maybe just underrated just a little bit
3: <laughs> all right adrian we'll let you go and enjoy it uh, we have another man here. uh tommy lanigan i know you were kind of um uh, what would i say you were the invisible man but you were doing a little bit of work up in the stand
4: I was, yeah, but uh, there's always somebody to do that, so yeah. Uh, I was just looking from the other side of the field, but they were, uh, they were brilliant. It was a phenomenal performance in the boys, and uh, I don't think I have seen as good an individual performance from the as what Owen Larkin did today.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I thought he was just magic.
4: I, he was, yeah, and I mean, uh, people <laughs> people <laughs> people say they're talking about star awards and all this kind of stuff. Uh, there were 9,000 people here in Nolan Park today, and I think they, they should—they saw the greatest performance of their lives by Owen Larkin.
3: Absolutely, and uh, Tommy, you know, it was a massive tactical battle, and uh, you know, I I thought I really enjoyed watching the moves and the the movement of the players and everything, and the way one team reacted to the other in in the in the moves.
4: Yeah, well, I suppose both both team both teams you have to get breaks too, but you know, you try things. But the lads had incredible self belief, and, and we will have to give everybody in the club gives so much uh, credit to Neil Rigney for this because he was um, he's an amazing a great trainer. I won the very very best they have seen and anyone that's the club has seen and he gave, he gave these boys back a bit of self-belief that some of them didn't have have really and uh, they responded to him right through the year but uh, I thought today now was everybody just got on with it Nobody nobody's heads dropped when they made mistakes and there were plenty of mistakes made and I think the key when you want to win is that that you just have to keep going and keep going and You know, with 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 seven or eight minutes to go, a lot of people around me said you have the game, but you never have the game when the Shamrocks are playing. But uh, our lads played as if there were two points down at that stage, and that was why they just. It's a well.
3: There were a few vital moments in the game. You know, there was Owen Larkin's goal. There was those three points we talked about from bed through the second half, and uh, by lesser-known players, if you like. And then there was the penalty save.
4: Yeah. Well, all that you know when you when you when you win your championship match, the, the guys who really win it win it for you to a great to a great extent are the lesser-known players who hold their own and maybe do a little bit better. And uh, that enables the your top players then. To, it gives them a little bit of space a little bit of time and uh, so many of our lads were so good today and uh, we have a, you know from right from Derek Brennan out we have a phenomenal goalkeeper a remarkable goalkeeper I was
3: going to mention him he, he served his time as uh, waiting in the wings to play and I thought over the two games he was absolutely fantastic
4: well we've we've never believed anything but that Derek is a truly outstanding keeper and uh, amazingly the, the poorer the weather is the better he is he, he, he's one of these guys who actually plays even better on a wet day, but uh, I thought today he was brilliant. Again, his his puck outs uh, were terrific when we ran into trouble in the first half against the Shamrocks they lined up across the half back line and um, beat us comfortably on the puck outs for about 15 minutes and Derek uh, he was asked to vary him a little bit and uh, he started nailing players and he worked a little bit better but uh, you know for him all the way out they were great today and uh, a couple of young fellas and it's a great even a 17 year old coming in corner forward picks the first ball and bangs it over the bar and the second ball then he wins he you know he he, he actually kills it on two Shamrocks players and and um, Again, it's dis- team discipline really was the thing. But a lot of lads did so well today, and a number of fellows who hadn't been, we'll say, who weren't stars with us over 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 recent years, like Niall Tyrrell and um, and uh, David McCormack and so on, and uh, Eamon Sheehy and Niall McQuillan was phenomenal today. Now he's one of the younger lads, but the other lads now up in their late twenties. I thought Richie Hayes coming on made a huge difference. Big, big, strong man and a brave man, and you needed a bit, of, you needed a lot of bravery to be on the field today, Pat.
2: All
3: right, Tommy, we let you go and celebrate. And uh, back to the lads up
2: in the commentary box. Thank you very much, Pat Tracy. He uh, needed a bit of bravery to be on the sideline today. Pat Tracy, we'll go back to him in a few moments. This is Casey Alor, 96FM. It's the aftermath of the county final which has been won by James Stevens 120 to 15 points the final score against Ballyhale Shamrocks uh, this game was brought to you by John Brennan machinery supplies Kilkenny remember you can still have your say on 083 306 9696 Adrian Ronan uh, still with me as is Dixborough uh, fullback uh, Kieran Coddighy and uh, Adrian Niall McQuillan was mentioned there, the a yeah. midfielder, one of the unsung heroes of James Stevens uh, coming into this game. But I'll tell you what, he'll be sung tonight.
1: Yeah, no, as we said, it's easy speak now. But Tomas Coe, Philly Larkin, 60, or it was going to say 69 years of age, 39 years of age. <laughs> I'm sure he, he feels 69 he after the effort uh, he put a- in today. Eamon a- 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 Sheedy, and as, as Tommy Lannigan said, Jack McGrath coming on, first ball putting over bar. But it's amazing to see you know, legendary figures down there as Joe Hennessy with so many all-arounds and club and t- county titles, and Brian Cody and the enjoyment they're getting out. But I know, obviously, Brian two young lads on the pan and one on the team would like to see the, the enjoyment that has got in the village and as Adrian Feynman rightly said no one really gave the village a chance and we've said that from the outset but um, you know all Narkins contribution to this county find will ever will always be remembered and it's you know unfair it's great to see Jackie as captain you know what I mean and unfortunately he did get to see the line but I'd say they'll forget about that tonight
2: um, Kieran last week people said the weather favoured James Stevens, or certainly evened it out but we saw today proof of the old GA theory or should I say actually it disproved the old GA theory. The weather wins you nothing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I suppose that's true. Like yeah people last week, I suppose you could have just completely dismissed last week in a way. You know, the weather completely ruined the game. And then people look back then at the programme and that's how they made a lot of people made their predictions. They looked at the fifteen players in the program for either team and they said, listen, Ballyhale win that on paper. But you know, like uh as people who've been watching the village for years and like uh, I'm sure like as Ronnie'll tell you, the village are hard bet and they always have been and like you'd have been it would have been a foolish man to, to completely dismiss them just because they, they didn't have uh, the, the extra two or three All-Ireland stars that, uh, that 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 Ballyhale had today. And James Stevens
2: lining up for the squad photograph now. It's not yeah. just a team photograph. And like in County Hurling, Adrian, the squad is so important because if you don't have guys pushing you in training and trying to outmark you in training matches, you're going to take the foot off the pedal.
1: Yeah, no, certainly. Look, we, we said it, even Kieran said it there. Look, the contribution, like, I mean, for the other 10 clubs, I keep going back to the other 10, <laughs> 10 clubs, you know, the belief and Kieran was very right. The belief and the arrogance and the and the, you know the contribution that the village lads have. They have this belief that they're going to win. Like, you know what I mean? And they just did that today. And we have to we have to congratulate them. Okay, more from Adrian and Kieran in just a few moments. But Pat Tracy is on the sideline. Pat? Yes.
3: Well, we have chairman of uh, James Stephens uh, Ga Club, uh, Jimmy O'Brien. Jimmy, a sweet one.
7: Oh, it was fantastic, Pat. It was brilliant. The best ever. The, 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 the one you win today is the best ever. I thought the the effort from our lads was tremendous the work rate, they were savage with the work rate and it was a carry-on from last Sunday. We sat down in America last Sunday and the lads, once they walked into the dressing room, the focus was for today and then never, never, never let up and that's what won the day for us.
3: And I think this is the first time Shamrocks have been beaten in a county final in a replay. I know you beat them in the semi-final after a second replay in 75 but I think this is the first time.
7: Uh, yeah, you could be right I don't. I, the, the statistics probably escaped me now but that never entered our mind we, we didn't care about the shamrocks we cared about ourselves having the heads right having the bodies right and you know the work was done up to last Sunday it was, a, it was about recuperating this week and getting the heads right we had a meeting with the players last night and you know, I say we it was the team management and the players and the focus and, and the, 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 the sheer desire to win was, was well, you could feel it you could feel it in the room last night and the lads were not not going to let that slip today
3: yeah and uh, the one thing they did you know they stuck to their task and when it, when the chance was there to hurl they went in the hurl they weren't afraid to attack the ball.
7: That's right, yeah, yeah. And the conditions, I suppose, were, were good enough today in comparison to last Sunday, so it allowed for, for a better better hurling and more free style or more open play. But the lads were, they hunted in packs, but when the ball was free, they took on their men and they, they went for goal.
3: So, a bit of celebrating to be done, but sure you have Owlert here next Sunday.
7: Owlert next Sunday, yeah. Well, well, we'll worry about that maybe from tomorrow evening on sometime, yeah. We'll, we'll take it in as it comes. We have to celebrate this. This is a fantastic win, Uh because, what a, you know, you have the likes of Jackie and Owen. Uh, we have leaders all over the place. But we had seven or eight minors on our panel this year, you know, who will be fighting for places now throughout the Leinster campaign or coming into next year. So we have everything to, to play for from here on. And it's just a great day.
3: Everything to gain. All right, Jimmy. Well done and congratulations.
7: Thanks very much, Pat.
2: That's Pat Tracy on the sideline. This is KCLR, 96FM. It's reaction to the county final replay, which has been won by James Stevenson convincingly won as well, 120 to 15 points. This game brought to you by John Brennan Machinery Supplies. The lads were talking about replays and all that. The last replay that I think the Shamrocks were in was back in 1980, and they won... The replay, three thirteen to one ten against Muckalee Foyle Rangers, and I don't think I don't think they've been in a they've replay never, since.
1: They've never lost a replay, and that was a rumor going around the week. Another stupid statistic that we all listened to—that <laughs> they, that they never lost a replay. Look, look, you have to congratulate big time the the, the village team you know what I mean as, as we've all said I know it's easy at this stage but again we shouldn't underestimate the contribution of the Shamrocks you know we've been great champions and you know and, and, and been dignified in, their, in, their, in their, the way they've stayed on the field there and congratulated I, the boys and then look there's a big decision here that everyone has alluded or a big comment here I suppose it now looks as if Brian Cody will stay on as the Kilkenny manager and now mm. Larkin will captain Kilkenny so that's good news for all Kilkenny followers Brian Cody is obviously going to stay as the Kilkenny manager
2: and that's bad news for everyone who's <laughs> from outside uh, Kilkenny but listen I'll park that argument for now Kieran just before I let you go um, they have to raise themselves for a Leinster club championship next week how do you think they should approach that match because again it's something that you did last year maybe there wasn't you know this short a time between winning the intermediate title and then going into the Leinster intermediate club championship but it is something that the management no doubt will already be thinking of because they're an ambitious club And it's the competition, the Leinster Championship, that they've already won four times. They'd love to add a fifth.
0: Yeah, certainly. So, like, I don't think you can really compare it to the Intermediate. The Intermediate All-Ireland Club Championship is kind of like a bonus competition. Really, you know, your main aim all year is just to get back to senior. And you've got the job done once you get there when you get to the senior grade then like that's it's a huge prize the all-ireland you're saying and
2: they'll say this in the dressing room right now they'll, yeah, say, they'll, they'll, celebrate the room.
0: they'll celebrate this tonight but i'm telling you like if, if this was a club that maybe like hadn't had as much success as the village they'd, they, they'd they'd go out and celebrate for the week and they'd see what happens next weekend not the village the village already are eyeing up that as soon as that final whistle went today there was lads on the sideline lads on that team who were thinking about that match next weekend. now that's not to say they won't go out and enjoy themselves tonight <laughs> they certainly will but I'm telling you that they take that match very seriously. They want to win another all Ireland. Adrian?
1: The, you know, in the last two months, Thurlis, Sarsfields are gone out of it. There's no, there's Karen Toole and Cork. Like, you're trying to identify a team, poor Tumler gone and Galway. Trying to identify a team that's going to win the Club All Ireland in the last few weeks has been difficult. Everyone's targets this county final, and particularly the Shamrocks. As if the Shamrocks won today, which everyone thought they would, or a lot of people thought they would, that a Club All Ireland was there. Now, as Kieran rightly says, it's now the villages. They're not just another ordinary club, they're a huge team of huge tradition. They will eye up and they'll notice. Now, equally, other teams will fancy. Themselves now that Shamrock's are gone, Owl James are Stevens now advance. go from underdog to favourite yeah. ahead of next week the big team now I suppose now is the Dublin County Finals and then it's Kilmer it's, 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 uh, it's O'Toole's O'Toole, and Ballyboden, Bally-Boden. it's now, going on at the moment we're yeah. trying to get a score if and we Ballyboden, can. Bally-Boden uh, have, have lost Keeney and Heiney so look there's a huge huge Owl Art will fancy themselves now the betting has changed like as uh, Adrian finally alluded to two weeks ago before this match uh, Shamrock's were 4-1 to one to win the club all earned and the village were 25-1 to one. now look at it
2: how do you think James Stevens will handle being the favorites for next week's game? Of course they were the underdogs today.
0: They were the underdogs today but the village used to be in favorites. It's it's only a it's only a few years ago that they were it's only a few years ago that uh, that that they were favorites going into most games. You know what I mean? It's not long since they won a club all Ireland. So no, it won't bother them. I can, like, it's a, Adrian was right though. Ulthers will be looking at this match and you know where they've dominated in Wexford in the last few years and they haven't been able to convert it to anything in Leinster, or all Ireland. Uh, you know, like they'll see this as a bonus. Like it's, it's, it's like when Ireland drew Estonia. You know, both teams are eyeing it up, saying that's a good draw. Um, and uh, i to look at this match today, and I think you know there's a scalp that they can take there. But um, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll nail my colours to the mass now, and I say I fancy the village.
2: Yes, and Niall Rigney is a better manager than Giovanni Trapattoni. It's another argument I've got to park for now. Adrian, final thoughts on the county final. To you,
1: I'm just watching down here. I just, you, I'm just thinking here as, as, a, as a, an old man of 41 years of age. Philly Larkin's given every, every hope to any slow full back man or fanny when it hurls from behind. Philly gave an exhibition today, particularly when he went as a spare man. He was in trouble in the first 10 minutes, but a man that's after given a lot. You know, they talk about Owen Larkin, but a man that's given so much to the Larkin family, to the James Stevens, to the James Stevens club. You know, Philly's contribution. While I know Owen Larkin was brilliant, Jackie Tyrrell, you know, was brilliant. Philly Larkin's contribution and the Larkin family to, to the village hurling team has been immense and it's great as I said because I know P- Philly personally and you know a, a, an old man that hasn't done much training to win in a county final at his age is a super contribution
2: Kieran Cudahy your final thoughts on the county final
0: um, Final thoughts I think that like I said earlier would have been a foolish man who would have wrote off the village just because they didn't look as good on paper as Ballyhale deserved champions once they went to 14 men against 14 uh, when real character showed J- and James Stevens showed immense self-belief and immense talent as well and I think uh, deserving champions and they, they'll they go a long way before the, the year is out well I can tell you that the
2: half-time score from the Dublin Senior Hurling Championship final was Ballyboden 2-6 O'Toole's 4 points the full-time by the way in the Galway Senior Football final was uh, Currafin 16 points Tune Stars 1-6 in the Kerry County final Dr Crokes have beaten mid Kerry by 2-8 2-9 points and in the Connacht Intermediate Football Championship semi finals. Podrick Pierces have beaten Kilconley Kiltoom 111 to 18, and Melvin Gales of Leitrim have been beaten by Moy Davids by 112 to 12 points. Earlier on in the Munster Club Championship quarter final, Bally Gunner beat Drummond Inch of Tipperary by 215 to 113. Earlier on here in the uh, county final replay day, as we'll call it, in Nolan Park, Bennett's Bridge came from six points down at half time to beat Thomastown by 114 to 13 points that after extra time we didn't need extra time in the senior final it was still quite an encounter but the final score in the 2011 St Canice's Credit Union senior hurling county final replay was James Stevens 120 Ballyhale Shamrocks. 15 points the title is going to the village for the first time since 2005 our congratulations to them a lot more uh, on that game to come over the next uh, couple of hours and days on kclr 96 fm but uh, for now from uh, pat maher on sound from kieran cuddy who came up to give us some uh, thoughts and analysis on the game of course kieran uh, Dixborough, fullback to adrian ronan and to pat tracy i say thank you for myself washeen langan it has been an absolute pleasure to bring you these two games today and I'll leave you with this thought. I absolutely love Nolan Park. It's the best amphitheatre in the world. No other stadium in the world could provide the kind of entertainment that we've seen today, and I genuinely mean that. So, Osmar, back to you in studio. Yes, thank you very much there. Oshin uh, Langan, Adrian Ronan, and Pat Tracy there from Nolan Park. Thanks for a, a very long but enjoyable day of GAA there from Nolan Park. We'll take a break,
1: and we're back with a piece of music. The Kilkenny Senior and Minor Hurling County Finals live on KCLR with thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies.